going to be episode 48 from the taylor park taylor trash fly fishing and good evening everybody we're here we Hello. are here and uh once again ben had uh, a little family emergency pop up so he stepped away from the oak table this evening but uh do not fear we have uh found some talent that's going to step into his place and the odd most odd thing that you could ever imagine is we now have two back-to-back shows with a rodeo clown in attendance Mm -hmm. welcome uh return guests skylar and chip can we talk now? Because yeah, last time yeah, we yeah, no, because yeah, we, yeah. we came in too soon. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, we had to address. Yeah, I kind of yeah, yeah. looked at him like, yeah, yeah. "Can I go now?" Yeah. <laughs> Carl is the sergeant in arms. There's no doubt about it. For good reason. Clearly. I didn't make up that rule tonight. I made it up that night. So. <laughs> he totally forgot about yeah, it too. Yeah, so it's yeah. been fine either way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from uh, you know across the globe, you know, I mean, you you guys personally. You know, ran into it in St. Augustine. You know, Carl is mm-hmm. a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, hell yeah, I know Carl. Mm-hmm. So when Carl says to do something or not do something, you got to listen. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I hit under the table <laughs> afterwards. Right. <laughs> Shirking away mm-hmm. Carl's authoritarian <laughs> right. dominance. Right. So Ordering masculine, I just couldn't help myself. So, uh, you know, let, let's not pass this opportunity up. So, Skip, Chip, Flip. Whatever his name mm-hmm. is. I forget. Tell us about your experience as a rodeo clown. This and is by, a- like, do we call it bull? Bullfighting. Bullfighting. Yeah. The, bull. so, no, he bull. was a clown. Yeah. I was completely <laughs> was 100% the clown. Oh, you were, you were a yeah. barrel man. Were you the barrel man? No, we did we didn't even have access to a barrel at the time. Oh we, you know, this is a little know, lower rent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Montana guest ranch that wants to put is on that, a rodeo. Is, is that the same as a dude ranch? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's a good way of putting below a dude ranch even. Okay. <laughs> like a, it's like bro ranch. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, because it's twice expensive. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. You take a dude ranch and then you double is it. Is it like the movie with Billy Crystal, like City Slickers? You ever seen that? Uh-uh. 
We go out. You've never seen City Slickers? No. Like all these I think city the name people. always just turned me off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. They go, like, Not on my a, people. What do they do? Cattle Drive or something? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's just all these guys from, like, New York and shit. Yeah, it's like their their getaway, like you know, their midlife crisis, and they go out and they're gonna. Sounds exactly like it. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be cowboys, (laughs) and they go like they've never even seen a horse Mm -hmm. or anything. But I'm gonna put a 45 on my hip and walk around like I know what I'm doing. Cowboy wheel gun. But they did have the mutton busting. True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We put some kids on some sheep. So it makes it a certain level of legit, right? If you're throwing a kid on a sheep, it's a real rodeo. Yeah, uh, absolutely, 100%. Also, shoot dogging. That's something uh, you don't see everywhere. Oh, we'll what's that? Yeah. So, like, uh, shoot dog, that's when you get... It's not dog shooting. <laughs> not Wait. Well, <laughs> we'll circle back here. I mean, you know, <laughs> Chip has been known to dog nap. Yeah, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... So dog shooting. But, yeah, so shoot dogging. Dog shooting, shoot dogging. Shoot dogging. Basically you're standing in front of the squeeze chute and there's a steer in there that has some nice, you know, semi-developed horns on them. And so they'll let the chute open. You're in front, you grab a hold of the horns and you're trying to get that, you know, it's like bulldogging kind of where you're trying to flip uh. the steer over onto its back. But you're right in front of the chute and that thing comes out. Like as soon as you. like you're like Two or three feet in front of the chute, the door opens, and you're just trying to grab horns and take this fucker to the ground. Yeah, yeah, leather to the sand. Did you do that? Leather no. to the sand. No. <laughs> the sand. Yeah, that, that was when the rubber meets the road. When the <laughs> leather meets ripping. the sand. Yeah, that's right. And the leather. That, I mean, that's sand. that's pretty fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Like you. It's can, nuts. This is at our dude ranch. Yeah, yeah like that's mm-hmm. normal. That, so so that's like insurance. that's a an event that. A bunch of sick fucks in the bunkhouse one day were like, dude, yeah. this is what we've got to do. Yeah. Those guys from Vermont, we're going to have them stand right in front of the fucking steer. <laughs> and we're going to open the fucking gate mm-hmm. and just tell them, grab the horns, take them to the ground. That's it. It's, it's simple. It's easy. It's, easy. Yeah. Make, it's make, shoot dogging. Yeah. Shoot dogging. Yeah. Uh, we did have one, one guest try it once who was a friend of the owner of the ranches, and he ended up getting clipped right in the bottom of the lip. And, uh, oh. It was, oh. I mean, it was a serious issue. <laughs> Damn it, man. Yeah. The sheepdogging yeah. days were numbered after that, I uh-huh. think. But. So this uh. is the rodeo that his clowning days were at. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, it just was... like a... So, so what kind of uh, makeup did you do? Nothing. Just Nothing outfits, crazy? Yeah. yeah. Just outfits? I don't think we had outfits. makeup. Yeah. Okay. You know, like that's a luxury for town Okay. Town oh, city, clowns. Yeah. City Town clowns. clowns. City clowns. You know, we got to drive the two hours to buy the makeup. So. <laughs> right. Not happening. A little bit of charcoal yeah. here and there. Yeah. But buffs. Not See, it, it's amazing. Every time, mm-hmm. every time we hang out with you guys, we find out like you know, mm-hmm. not not only are you fishing guides that travel the world, you also have run, you know, the ranch operation a little mm-hmm. bit. Shoot dogging. Shoot mm-hmm. dogging. You know. Just yeah. a little bit of everything. Make sure we don't like it all else. <laughs> yeah. We still like fishing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You go yeah, back to it, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stick with this. Yeah. 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 So um, it's kind of odd to have you guys here um, almost middle of June, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. 
Da, da, da. <laughs> what the heck's going on? What, what the hell are you doing in Florida? I mean, why aren't you in Alaska already? You guys aren't guiding this summer? Yeah, we're like one of the other hundred of Alaskan fishing guides that are out of work this year. You know, it, I feel for all of them because, you know, a lot of places in the lower 48, they got a they got a day that they're looking for. Like, we can go back to work. And a lot of the Alaskan guides, they're done for the season. You know, they're not going back to work until next year. Um, but we're... Is it... What do you think the reason is? Is it travel restrictions? Travel restrictions. It's yeah, hard because now you have to get tested before you can come into Alaska. You have uh, to be tested okay. within so 72 hours. Yeah. They lifted their quarantine restriction, but only if you're tested before you come in. Okay. Because uh, I've a lot been of seeing things, people flying more, you know, like people took advantage yeah. of super cheap rates and booked and whatever. Part of it mm. is, is it's really hard to get supplies up there, too. Right. You know, mm. everything's freighted in on boats or whatever. And it's hard for them to be able to take a client to come out to the middle of nowhere and be like, hey, sorry, we can't feed you now that you're out here. Mm. You know? mm. Right. <laughs> and yeah, there's the a lot of unknown of so things. Basically, that, you just missed you missed your whole like setup season. So there's no nothing to go to. There's nothing there to eat, drink. Nothing. Fish, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of reasons that they decided to quit. You know, a lot of businesses feel like it's irresponsible. You know, everybody has a different perspective on it. So yeah. they're just trying to make everybody happy, and that's really hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard when the season's off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That sucks. It's you know, you got pissed off clients that are yeah. like, if I don't get my deposit back within two weeks i'm gonna sue you yeah you know kind of deal where it's Mm -hmm. like these lodges take that money this year and set it up for next year right they have they have property leases they got to do they got planes they got to do maintenance on they got all these things that are building up it's not like i just got a drift boat and i'm gonna take joe over here out fishing right you know (laughs) there's a lot that goes into the background of it but yeah well, that's kind of unfortunate, but so you've been here when we did the last show, were you guys on the way in? Yes. Yeah. To Florida? No, no we were no, on our no. way up we to Alaska. They were on their year. way to Alaska. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, then you so did the season, season and then another yeah, season yeah. here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess really is there, are there any highlights from last year's season? Any good stories <laughs> to tell? I mean... <laughs> You know, for, for Christ's sake, I would hope that like where you were up there when something went down, you're like, we need to we need to remember this. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to regale the Taylor Park guys with. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I, I can't talk my last year's story, but I think you can. Did I? Oh, well, I, oh yeah. There's Some just so much that happens in four <laughs> months, and then you you know, we forget about it because there's a lot of. Because it's rich and rare out there. But. Well, then, then, then <laughs> let, let's let's play the game. Uh-huh. Chip can tell your story, oh, there and we then go. you get a chance to come back and correct this story. Okay. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like telephone. Um, it's kind of like telephone. This is like newlyweds. <laughs> right. uh-huh. The newlywed oh, game. Shit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No one has a chance with the newlywed game. We yeah, they're all. I mean, we're all screwed from the beginning. Every day together, and we enjoy it. For some reason, it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so Skylar's out. Basically, here's we're up at the mouth of our home river, which is just out of the lodge. Um, you can take a jet boat right to it from basically from just a little walking trail, um, and that's kind of like our home river. You know, the the Royal Wolf Lodge 
where the mouth of the non-bionic and uh you know, Skylar was taking these really long-time guests, I mean, people we've had for 20-plus years out there, um, with this guy, a doctor in Anchorage, and his grandson, who's about 12 years old, and is probably the the best rod I think I've fished with yet. <laughs> you know, he just has the passion. He, he really has the drive, the passion. He loves it. Um, but she's out fishing in the mouth. And then all of a sudden, this little 182 on floats lands, and a raft comes around the corner, and he's the owner of a lodge. We didn't know, at the, or she didn't know at the time, but starts going, hey, excuse me, I was planning on fishing there. We were going to fish there. Yeah, yeah. I'm planning, like, yeah. We were thinking like, about it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> and so, I mean, I, I don't want to drag this on forever and ever, but it, it ends up in... Is it your spot because you thought about fishing there, right. or is it your spot because you're already there fishing? Yeah, about yeah. This person. What, that, what is what is that rule? It's like um, possession is nine tenths of so, the law, right? Yeah. yeah. So you were already there. Yeah, right. you possess the spot. So, are you? I'm done. He, oh, yeah. Here's this, the thing. That was the setup. Yeah, that's All the right. setup. You he didn't land after. He was already landed way down the lake. He was already, the plane was there. They were setting up their rafts. So they, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to know they're going to come fish the mouth? Right. I don't know. You're not a mind reader. Right. But to come running down the river, we were planning on fishing there. Can't you see our plane, is what he said. And I said, well, we are fishing here. Don't you Currently. see my jet boat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, so he gets in his little raft and he rows like 10 feet away from my jet boat and starts fishing. And I've got a 10 year old kid in the boat and I'm like, just, just cast over there. I'm like, Hey guys, you know, I got a kid in the boat. I'm, I'm sorry if he hits you or something, yeah. you know, like, Oh, we're going to call the, uh, fish and wildlife on you. We're going to call state troopers. If, if this kid hooks Aren't us, you in the middle of nowhere, we're in the middle of nowhere. And what he's fishing, and we're in the middle like of a mouth of a feet. river. And I said, you can fish that side. We'll fish this side. Mm-hmm. No, but we want to fish right where you are at right now. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things though. You have these moments out there where you're getting in trouble with other lodges. I wouldn't say that's the highlight of my season or anything that I'm out there, you know, whatever. That's the daily mm-hmm. kind of stuff that happens. You know, when you say what happened, like Chip's a wolf. I think that's way cooler than getting in a fight with some lodge owner on the river, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you can do that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. you can do that anywhere. Yeah. He had a wolf come out like 15 feet away from him on the river. I, I mean, you know? essentially what you're saying is, having a little conflict over who's there first, who's gets to fish it is like the same as walking into the copy room and Hey man, I was about to run copies. Fuck you. I'm right, already, I'm already running here the copy making room. copies. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, it's all relative, right? It is. It is. And you know, then you're, you're putting a, in a situation. Do I let this guy run all over me in front of my clients? Because I don't want to get in an argument with him and I want to be the, you know, I want to take the high road. I'm not going to get in this argument. Or do I act a fool and say, fuck these motherfuckers. (laughs) 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 And get into it in front of my clients and they know I'm standing up for them, too. So it's, you know, this like daily battle. I got to play pick pick and choose your battles when Mm -hmm. you're out there. You know, you think you're in the middle of Alaska, but there's also how many lodges in Bristol Bay. You know, and a lot of the rivers are really good for a reason, and they're all going to the same river fishing at the same time. You know, you don't expect to find combat fishing in Alaska, yeah. but it for sure happens. And 
you know, there are days when I feel like I'm tying up my boots and I'm going into battle because I'm like, I know I'm going to have to Br- say something. Bristol There's Bay is cer- like the, the uh, Boca Grande Pass of, of Alaska. Oh, no yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. There are days on a certain river when I come home to our head guide and I'm like, I didn't have to yell at anybody today. Today was a good day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It was like, slow out there. Yeah. I mean, uh, to me, the, the answer would have been, you know, well, we were planning on fishing there. Well, then, motherfucker, get up early. <laughs> get up earlier and get here earlier. I beat you here. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have read your horoscope. I would have known that you were planning on fishing here today. <laughs> what do you want from me, man? <laughs> yeah, it was the hottest season in Alaska in the recorded temperatures of Alaska this year. So things were really different. You know, a lot of the salmon weren't moving into the rivers when they were supposed to. Uh, A lot of them were just sticking in the lakes and dying. So during a normal summer, what's the temperature there in Bristol Bay? Like max, like 70 at the most. And how warm was it last year? Uh, In the 80s. Okay. One day in the 90s. Yeah. Uh And we had uh, like water temperatures. We were taking water temperatures because we're like, man, this doesn't look right around here. There's some funky shit going on on there. And we were getting water temperatures in the mid to high 70s. Wow. And we're not prepared Mm. for that. You know, Montana, Mm. they have their hoot hoot (laughs) and stuff. And they don't they don't know what to do with that in Alaska. Mm. And they're like, still, let's keep going fishing, Mm. you know. (laughs) And it was really hard for us. To have guests still be able to come out and be like, uh, I don't feel good about this. I don't want to yeah. do it, you know. So we totally switched up our fishing program that year. And other people, other lodges weren't. They're were like, screw it. I'm still going to go out there. They just do the like, same thing they did the year before or whatever. Right, yeah. You know. To, to little, very They're little like, cool, it's success. shooting fish in a barrel this yeah. year. There's yeah. no water. It's all warm. They're super lethargic. Yeah, they ain't got nowhere to go. Let's get in on it. Yeah. So my, my temper definitely raised a lot more this year, I think, because yeah. of that, too. I just seen, like, escalating throughout the whole season a lot of really, really poor fish handling and bad habits coming out because of it. And I think I'm, I'm, people are getting a little afraid now. <laughs> don't, don't go by her anymore. <laughs> hey, Carl, throw the fish in. Yeah. I had guides, I had guides <laughs> threaten. They were like, we're going to call your boss on you. And I was like, please do. And my, yeah. I came back and told my boss the, the certain story that happened. They're like, I hope they call. <laughs> they think yeah. that they're going to call and tell me because I yelled at them. Like, so no. what, did, what did you adjust? What did you do to, like, I don't know, be able to fish in... Different rivers, like normally we'd fish yeah. this river, but it's way too low this year. So even though it's probably really good fishing, if we yeah. went there, we don't feel good about it. So we're going to go and fish this river, and then we're not going to catch it's as like much a, fish. We're not going to catch a bigger fish, yeah. but it's deeper, it's colder, you know, it's coming right out of yeah. the lake. You know, it's, it's, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like half the time, the guests don't know that they could be catching more fish at this other river. Right. You know? And yeah, they're just happy to yeah, they're be just on happy the water to be out there and, and catch a fish and yeah. do whatever. You know, if you're out there catching fish in 75 degree water where they can't move or can't fight or do anything, and the client is seeing that, like, do you think they like that? I do. Yeah, probably you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so know. we just like to hope, I guess. <laughs> well, refresh my recollection. At your lodge, everything, everybody has to take a uh, plane. To yeah. their where they're where they're gonna fish for the day, or do like 
some people just leave in a jet boat from the from the dock, and they're like they're staying close. Like, that's you know, yeah. Usually everybody gets one day on our home river, kind of a okay, a chiller day where like you know, the, as the guide, you're talking to the guests the night before, and like, all right, when do you want to get up? Like, you want to kind of make this a little more more quiet you want to get out at six in the morning you know what do you want to do here right um and the fishing's great (laughs) okay we 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 never do get up at six anyways but like that'd be more eight o'clock so like the the home river where Skylar had the run in with Mm -hmm. the d-bag um that's like get up leisurely start to the day hop in the boat run up to to the mouth and then like everybody else Got on a plane and like got dropped off in different places. Okay, right. right. Um, but we do. Have, I mean, we have the mouth all the way. I mean, basically, you you go down this river about twelve miles is what most anybody with a jet boat can run, and then it gets a little crazy. But it's just an insane amount of water that you could cover. And we've had days where, you know, basically all your dude wants to do is just see new country. And so you're just exploring, you're just exploring. I mean, hell, you could go all the way down to the ocean if you really wanted to. <laughs> like, wow. It's, it's, it's kind of cool to have a day like that, I think, for, for people. And stay close. We have a lot of pike in our lakes as well, so sometimes oh, no we shit. can uh, do like a split day. Uh-huh. You know, like get out in the morning, have your fill of trout, you know, catch 50, 10, 12, 14, 16, maybe a couple 18-inch trout, and then... All of a sudden, you want to go to the lake and catch a couple of pike, and that's something we'll do in the afternoon. Any size to the pike? Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, for the most part, we're getting like 20 to 24 hammer inch handles ha- hammer handles. Right. But, mm-hmm. but there's a there's a beast or two that's cool. swimming around in there that we see and break off on occasion. What is the the major draw is the salmon deal, though, right? No. It's a no? Rainbow trout. trout. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Always. Okay. I don't really ever yeah. fish for salmon that much. Really? Mm-hmm. By the time they get up in where our lodge is, it's it's not super far from the coast. We can. Get I always kind of just assume that. Well, they're like, in tiny yeah. creeks and stuff, and so the salmon aren't really that fresh by the time that they get there. Oh, they're, they're like, like last legs. Yeah. You yeah. Don't, well, well, you just don't want to eat scary. them at that point. You know, they're looking. still red and fiery and getting yeah, ready yeah. to spawn up yeah. and stuff, but they're not good to eat yeah. or anything. And then you. I mean, those pictures, I'm sorry, everybody out there, but you hold that red sockeye (laughs) salmon, you can catch 5,000 of them in an hour if you want to. Right. That's the thing. There's nothing great and holy about holding a red sockeye out there. I mean, look look what I caught. Our, Our biggest problem is trying to not catch them. I, I always just assume we're like trying I, to dodge yeah. these salmon yeah. all the time yeah. and like oh hooked another salmon uh, hook, hooked another salmon you uh, know well I, I think part of the the misunderstanding to to somebody like Carl and I you know when you hear anything about Bristol Bay specifically around Pebble Mine yeah. nobody says you know save Bristol Bay because of the rainbows. Right. It saved Bristol Bay because, because of the salmon. Because without the salmon, there won't be the rainbows. Everything hinges. Uh, uh, understood. Right. Understood yeah. now. Uh-huh. But like you know, right? You see the photos. Photos. Yeah, yeah, you see the yeah. photos. Mm-hmm. Their entire marketing is all around right salmon. The salmon. No salmon's a VIP. Yeah. Okay. Red well, salmon. I mean, if there wasn't a salmon that returned into our rivers, they would be completely one hundred percent sterile. Yeah. Okay. Zero life. Right. Like it just. There's hmm. not enough Dolly natural. Barton. Yeah, dollies, the lake trout. There's so many f- 
fish in there that revolve all around the salmon. So, huh. but I mean, they're cool. They're beautiful. They're you know, it's such a crazy. I just wouldn't that fly that far life. and mess around to like catch a dying fish. Yeah, yeah, that's trying <laughs> to because like, they're just super easy, <laughs> right? It's just and like they, not they just not flail around. Yeah. They don't run. They don't pull line. Yeah. They just flail around, and then you need they're there to fuck off and die. And half yeah, yeah. the time, yeah. so we get people. They're like, "Yeah, we want to take a picture with this fish." And I'm like, "Cool, you know, you come all the way to Alaska." Yeah. I'm like, "I'm not gonna Some tell rare you looking. no." Yeah. Like, yeah, they're beautiful fish. Half the time they're holding them though, they. Fish is already dead. Release themselves. They spawn oh, all over the dude that's holding them. Oh, <laughs> money so, shot. So, you know, like, I have to give them the warning. You want this photo up, there comes with a price. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you better close your mouth. They're just looking. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, but you ask about, like, our favorite memories about Alaska is half the time it's the people that we get to fish with that right. I remember. Like, I think about my season in Alaska, and I can think about my a few people that I got to take this year that are like, I'm never going to forget that person and my day with them. You know, I had a, um, a father who brought his two daughters and his wife, and he's big into fishing. He's traveled all over the world, you know, gone to all these different lodges, and, and like, he is... From the second you get in the boat with him to the second he gets back, he's fishing hard. And his daughters are like teenagers. They're like 15, 16, his wife, you know, they got the nails and all this. And they're like, you know, just kind of happy to be out there kind of thing. And uh, one day we had to separate them because we could only get into this little creek with two of them at a time with the planes. Mm-hmm. And so I took the dad and the daughter this one day. And he's he's so into it that he can be off in his own world and not even know what his daughter is doing down here half the time. And that day, though, I saw him put his rod down, and I thought he was going to, like, tear up half the day. You know, he saw her. She hooked a, and landed a 28-inch rainbow on... This is her first week of fly fishing, and it was mm. in this little creek. Cool. We fought. We're like running down rapids, like up to our waders, like chest deep. Me and this 16 year old girl, I'm like holding her belly as I'm walking her down the river, fighting this fish, like super gravelly. And her dad just puts down the rod upstream and he comes down. And he's sitting on the bank and he's going, you know, he's got his head in his hands and he's sitting just there watching. watching. And we land the fish and he comes and he takes a picture and he just like, he didn't fish the rest of the day because of it. You know, and he's like, I finally had something that I can share with my daughters now that I love so much. That's awesome. And like, Mm -hmm. I will never forget that day with those girls, you know, and there are certain other people that every year it's not necessarily like the cool thing that happened. It's those people that. That you got to meet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like. And their story. They're never going to forget that either. Right. You know, (laughs) they're going to be like 80 years old. I'm like, remember dad, we went fly fishing for the first time together in Alaska. I was there. (laughs) It's like the Martys, you know, the 97-year-old guy that we have comes out to the lodge every year, and we have to carry him into the plane. We got to carry him out of the plane. We got to put him in the raft. You know, once he's in the raft, he doesn't leave the raft. Like, if he's fighting a fish, he sits Mm -hmm. in the raft, and we just, like, walk him down around everything. And, like, he doesn't hold a fish because he can't reach down into the water to grab a fish to, you know... And he shows up to the lodge, gets off the plane. We're taking everybody's luggage off, and he's wearing his waiting boots off the plane because he didn't want to put his waiting boots in his luggage 
because it would have weighed extra and he would have had to check extra luggage. <laughs> so he wore, 97 years old, wore his wading boots through the airport. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> everywhere, put on double socks so they could fit him a little bit better. And I'm like, I'm never going to forget Marty. You know, like, that's, that's awesome. what Alaska yeah. for me is, you know. So other than Alaska, obviously, your, your main season. Anywhere else you guys have gone, done, anything exciting? <laughs> I mean, well, we had yeah. a lot of trips canceled. Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> um, we, we've also grown some roots as of recently. Um, basically same latitude on the other side of the state. So we just finally bought a house in English, Florida. And oh, I speak English. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's a guy that has a boat right next door to us, and the name of his boat is Abla Inglis. <laughs> like, it's the best boat name. But everybody else might hear that and be like, okay, cool, you bought a house. But for us, I've been living in a trailer for six years. Six years? I haven't had a running toilet for six years. I haven't. I've carried every single thing that I've owned with me for six years, and now we have a house, which is like the first, I think, two or three weeks, I was like, I hate this. Oh, yeah. This is stupid. I clean all this stuff. There's all this space in here. Like, I got to walk from here to here now to go to the fridge. (laughs) Like, this is stupid. Why do we do this? And now I'm like, when I run out of toilet paper, I can go into the closet and just get another roll. I don't have to go to the store because I can only store one to- roll of toilet paper in my house with me now. Like, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I want to pee in a toilet, I can. Mm-hmm. This is what you could g- also just go like outside the bush yeah. if you wanted to. Too. I could. So that's I could. Clash. I can do whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. Like, there's a. I can take a shower. <laughs> you know, refrigeration is huge Put shoes on and now. go to the honey pot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, and also, I, I know a lot of other fishing guides out there know what it's like to buy a house and get approved for a loan when you're a seasonal independent worker. We, you know, for us to get a loan it yeah. was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. And I, done some fucked up shit. <laughs> 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 like, I would not do that again for any amount of money. So the. T- your season in Florida, um, I mean, is that enough? You're going back to Alaska f- to... To be caretakers. Oh, just mm-hmm. take care of the lodge, yeah, make sure shit's yeah. not so falling apart. Yeah, so because our season canceled, um, they're going to have... They have our lodge, and then we have our... The same owners own a like little sister lodge mm-hmm. really close to it. It's smaller, only six guests and stuff, but they want somebody to be there for the summer to just make sure the bears don't... Tear up the septic system again. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They were playing in the chocolate that's, factory all summer last year. That's what you call a poo bear. <laughs> <laughs> How did we not poo think bears? of that yeah, one all yeah, summer yeah, last yeah, year? Yeah. God dang it. <laughs> so. <laughs> and like, I'll, they, you know, the owners know that a lot of people out there don't follow a lot of the rules. So he's like, we just want to make sure that on the rivers that we're at, people are out there doing the right things. You know, they know that there's not a lot of eyes on them this year. So we just want presence, you know, that kind of thing. I'll be interested to hear next summer, Mm -hmm. you know, everything goes well and life's back to normal and you have a real season. Will there be any downline effect of like, Bristol Bay getting a one summer break. Yeah. You know, so like Chris seriously, like, you know, yeah. like 
the the owners of the lodge and I know from a lot of other lodges who have been trying to contact um, like state representatives and stuff to get some kind of assistance for the lodges that are canceling because it is is a huge part of their business there too right. you know and they're the ones telling them you should well, probably cancel. So. Do you think like naturally as far as like the ecosystem? That's it'll, what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's like, you know, the... the I think l- there'll be... Le- I think guides are going to find jobs elsewhere and and figure something else out, and maybe the, it won't be the same faces next year. Well, oh, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. like, will the fishing be yeah, better yeah. after one summer where, where you the, don't yeah. have everybody fighting over fishing at the fucking mouth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, for sure. Yeah. I just think there's going to be half as many amount of waiting booths that are going across spawning gravel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's, there's yeah, we'll see it in six years when these sockeye are coming yeah. back six years later, you know. Oh, yeah. it's going to be epic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I've, I've heard stories just from virus shutdown COVID stuff where shit's been showing up where it's not supposed to been yeah. not supposed to whatever because there's no boat traffic right. there's no yeah. fishermen like there's no shipping or whatever it may be Sydney or yeah, yeah 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 shit just shows up yeah. you know right. if, it's, if it's quiet enough yeah. didn't uh, ted sent us the, there's a humpback whale like in, in the saint lawrence river yeah, yeah, yeah. in freaking montreal yeah yeah. Jumping. He sent a photo of it, like, breaching. Yeah. Doing Just so happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Check mm-hmm. me out. Yeah. Nobody there. Nobody's, like, doing anything. Thanks, COVID. They're all kind of, like, locked yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Nature will come to you. Thanks, Carl. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just you can watch nature out of your apartment window. Yeah. yeah, actually, I went to Chile right before, like, in actually in the middle of all this happening. Not so. the you restaurant, you the country. You, you, yeah. Chile. I thought it was Chile. Chile, it is, but I mean, most of us Americans, you know, say Chile, so America. It's, for, it's for the masses out there, America, so they understand Chile. what I'm saying. I was down in Chile. Mm. <laughs> I go there for happy hour. Mm. <laughs> is that one of them there pepper republics? But, mm-hmm. you know, I, we had no idea what was going on until we come back and it's like the middle of all this and like we come back straight into because we were traveling in a foreign country too. Like, you, we're mandatory quarantine. There's masks everywhere. Know? Yeah. It was like, so that's like we had my, no cell phone service, yeah. no Wi-Fi. Yeah. We had no idea what was going on. We you come back the airport and we're like, and people uh, are in masks. what's happening? And you're like, oh, oh. Yeah. The walking dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was, <laughs> that was like kind of one of my first show notes, and we touched on it a little bit earlier. As far as like a news week is concerned and, and goings on of between viruses and social things and now hurricane season started and there's shit whipping around third, already. Third name storm of the season I already. got tornado warnings on my phone. My first show note was like, just kind of thankful to sit around at the table. Right. <laughs> just fucking just not deal here. with that anymore. And like, oh. you know, when you pick your phone up by yourself while you're working and you're just like, oh, no, something else crazy and insane is like upsetting going on. <laughs> you know, like, uh, let's just go to the table and drink beer. We talking about fishing or not fishing. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sit there quiet. Distance. That's one of the yeah. things we're happy about going out to the lodge. I'm like, I don't yeah. even care if you pay me. Let me get out yeah. of here. Yeah. Let me go yeah. out there. Like, uh-huh. No <laughs> news is great news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. And for us, like, every year we go into quarantine for four months. You know? yeah. <laughs> so, right. Like, that's normal for us. We, 
you know, I don't know to what extent, like, obviously you're up there, and if you wanted to get news, you could at the lodge. Yeah. You're not completely yeah. cut off. But so like, it would well, not it be like, like we're going to a grocery store or a gas station or yeah. anything. No, I understand. Or getting a yeah. haircut. But, like, when I went, when I did <laughs> the, the, float, <laughs> the float trip that I did, we were incommunicado for two weeks. Like, mm-hmm. literally, no cell service. No, Like, we were in the bush for mm-hmm. two weeks. And I remember when I finally got back into Bethel and had cell service and I called Shannon to say, hey, made it. I'm alive. Getting ready to get on the plane, headed back. One of the first things she's like, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe it. Robin Williams. Had, oh, I, and, yeah. And okay. like that was yeah. like the big, like, yeah. you know, like. Yeah, of know, the week. Yeah. Of the week. Yeah. And it's like just weird when you yeah. are so like checked out and then like you come back and then you find out like that's like the big news story mm-hmm. or the item mm-hmm. or whatever. And you're just kind of like. Oh, Should I wow. go back out there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not coming back after all. Yeah. I think we go through that. Like every year when we leave, we don't go straight home. We like need a week or two in Anchorage to or something. Ease back to like into ease society. Back into it. And we'll usually get like an Airbnb or something, maybe with some other employees. Because yeah. they're like, there are people. They know yeah, the yeah. struggle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We all like go into our yeah. little house together and slowly like, let's go grocery shopping together. Yeah. And we like all go in as a posse. Yeah, to one, get- one item each. Let's yeah. get out of here. <laughs> Have you driven yet? Yeah. Then you'll be going 40 miles an hour on the interstate, and you think you're going 100. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane from not. You feel the speed? Yeah. <laughs> the the um, need for speed. <laughs> as ridiculous as that sounds, I my cell phone service went out, and this was could have been a couple months ago. Just completely went out, like phone went it's on, whatever, but there was no service. Like I was in the middle of nowhere, right in the middle of town. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know what's going on. Couldn't really call like tech support because nothing worked. Yeah. They were just working on a tower or whatever. Came back on a little while later. But I was like, right when kind of COVID stuff was starting to happen. And I was like, I've seen movies like this. This is, this is. Kind of, there's, and this is hours long, not like a week, not two weeks on a river, not a four months in the bush. <laughs> this is like three hours. This is the Carl version. And you're like freaking out by myself, yeah, in the shop. He's cannon and I'm like, water already. Yeah, I gotta lock her down, baby. I would love He's to. I probably, fa- I might. Spoon out in the yard. Yeah, I probably fashioned something. There was probably would, something sharpened around. I would love yeah. to have had like the <laughs> hidden camera video yeah. of the three hours of Carl <laughs> just. and just like count how many times he like, looked, looked, looked at his phone. Yeah. Like how many times he went to settings and turned Wi Fi off. Turned Wi-Fi back on. On, off, off on, on yeah. off, I was on. Say, that's all they're going to tell you in tech support anyway is yeah. plug it in, plug it back out again. No, I went, I ran around and I actually like tried to look and see if anybody was on the cell tower working on it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, to forehead. <laughs> like looking out. It was, it was a tough three hours, guys. <laughs> it was really tough out I feel there. You come. Yeah, it was really tough out there. But I mean, what if it was like zombie You're a apocalypse? Then you know what? It, this right? is like day one of like this COVID. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've and I was like, for. "Fuck, man! It went off, <laughs> dude! It happened. Normal. It really, yeah." So it, what you're yeah, telling us when, when all shit hits the fan, we're gonna be like, "Somebody's got to go get Carl." Yeah. he's just sitting yeah. in his house. Now. What if his What if his <laughs> cell phone doesn't work? <laughs> if his cell phone's out, somebody go. Check. I oftentimes thinks your that your cell phone doesn't is work. Not working. Yeah, uh, maybe don't. Oh. <laughs> 
It's like, has anybody heard from Carl? No. Uh, he's probably got one of those three-hour yeah. cell phone outages. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gave us the burner number, and you didn't pay for minutes. Oh, maybe I, yeah, yeah. No. I need to get, yeah, I need to get a burner. <laughs> I need to get a new burner. Get it at the meth lab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just like a pre-packaged <laughs> with a full charge, ready to go. Um, Man, it is raining hard. It is killing it outside yeah. right now. The radar's looking pretty nasty. You want to talk about being upset? It's upsetting outside right now. And we it, we actually been. spent the day fishing in, in the, the rain. rain. Soggy. Yeah. Wet. Moist. Neither Moist. of us brought Moist. rain. Moist. <laughs> 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 Did you say it really nice and close <laughs> to the <laughs> microphone? Too? Moist. Moist. Yeah, we didn't bring the rain jackets. So, uh, of course, Larry gives us one rain jacket, super nice, and he's got a spare, but we're, like, sharing it. Yeah. We're like, so you were both. Who was left-handed and who was right-handed? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, my system. skip. I have garbage system. bags. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Then when we're done, we just. Yeah, just cut a couple holes in that mm-hmm. deal. And it's good. Ready to go. Yeah, turtles don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're done, just, just yeah. <laughs> let her go, let her let her go. It's like a let balloon; it just disappears, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. I mean, it just letting balloon, yeah, letting balloons go. <laughs> it's worked out that way so uh, far. Yeah. Didn't see any dolphins wrapped up. Did see some manatees though. Yeah, we did. Saw some dolphins. Well, some the thing is, on the west coast, they actually enjoy seeing. <laughs> <laughs> You can't have there's a there's a local guy. Um I think he might be I don't know if he's with us anymore. He has a sticker on the back of his car and it says I and it's a big propeller and then a manatee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, heart manatees. Yeah. I prop manatees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it I think he got propellered to death at the restaurant up the street. Uh, I think oh. that was him. Oh, that was who? I think so, yeah. The owner of Goodrich? Yeah. Or no, not the owner. Uh, it's like his family member. Oh. Yeah. Neil Goodrich, yes. the guide. I think that was his, like a blue pickup. Yeah. Big. It was br- That was like a big sticker on the, his tailgate. Pretty sure that was his. Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. It's happening yeah. to younger and younger manatees. Right. Larry and I saw a nursing calf that just got chewed. <laughs> <laughs> By the power plant there. Yeah. yeah. They should be quicker as calves, you know. Yeah. I did. They needed. I'm my first dead manatee this year. I don't think we've talked about this. No. Before. Something's up with his mic. I'm not really Yeah, here. come on in. Yeah, come on. No. No, no, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> 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 Definitely there's no video. <laughs> you don't think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on the YDs. The the gag reflex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something's wrong with my mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little too close. Make, make sure you give this mic a big there we go. sniff, Ben, when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> Get some hot burps into it. Um, but yeah, first encounter with a dead manatee. I don't know if anybody's seen that yet, but it was really yeah, sad. Yeah, Larry and I did. Yeah. You know, he was a, yeah. A that calf, thing was a battleship. And... 
you know, we're the tour, and I've got people on the tour and everything, <laughs> oh, so it's kind of so like... Right, yeah, this is like, we're taking okay. people out to see manatees. <laughs> to see. Mm. Okay. These endangered, yeah. or like, threatened now. with this one, but... And you're like, anybody a slow swimmer? <laughs> this is the one for you. <laughs> um, and and just ahead on the port side of the vessel, folks, uh, tits up. We have uh, a, a a napping manatee. Mom, it doesn't look like it's really napping. Its eyes are like glazed over and open. Right. The, that's Bug how they out. sleep. That's how they sleep. Um, Mark and I uh, saw. A fucking battleship <laughs> yeah. size, but I think it's because it's a fl- it's a floater. It, it's a fl- well, he, floater. He'd, he'd actually yeah. floated up and was like on a sandbar, like a small sandbar, oh. and <laughs> so he was all bloated and like mm. sunburned. Mm-hmm. But he was still fresh enough that he hadn't softened up good yeah. because there was the a, there was a there was a bunch of um, black vultures. Like hanging out on top of him, like pecking at him, picking yeah. at him, and like they gave up, like they couldn't quite get oh, yeah. him cracked yeah. open. Man, the <laughs> is an inch thick. So, uh. so <laughs> it's one thing. It's one yeah, thing to see yeah. the, a, a, a deceased manatee, and you're like, oh, you know, it's a bummer. You know, yeah. kind of sucks. But it's a whole nother story to like come pulling around the corner. Downwind from, oh, there is nothing like the death smell from a manatee. It is fucking so wretched. Uh, <laughs> wretched. This guy, he was still. Ladies and gentlemen, come to Florida. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Florida. We did have to tow him to the FWC office. Like I called. I've op- heard of that before. People having to rope him up. Yeah, they get in the water back. with yeah, them. Yeah. Or we do. Yeah. I guess. The manatee's all curled up. And here I go in my pontoon boat, idle speed. And I got a fucking whopper plopper behind me. He's <laughs> <laughs> spinning around. And all these, all these other guys are like coming up the channel like, what the hell does this kid have behind his boat? Yeah. And you're like, and I got one. Yeah. I got <laughs> one. <Yeah>. Bitch on. <laughs> <laughs> Tag him and bag him, baby. He hit it. Get the scale ready. Nice take. Get the scale ready. That's crazy, man. Because I've reported death to here. That's for statistics. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Do you have some GPS coordinates? Can, we'll can, go check yeah. on it when can we can get to me, it. Can you text me the coordinates? If I had your number. Right. <laughs> like, so here it's not. Yeah, the manatee world is a little bit different over there because yes. it's the only place that it's legal to get in the water and swim and touch a manatee. Oh, this is like tiger petting. Yes. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. No? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, kind of. So, yeah. Chip exotic and Carol, <laughs> sky basking. Carol fucking basking over <laughs> here. The funny thing is, is there's these two oh people God. in like the manatee world of the other company. There's like 20 manatee tour companies, and one of them, he's got a blonde mullet, and he's got the mullet. he looks just like Joe nice. Exotic, and he is known as like the asshole in the manatee industry, you know. And then there's also <laughs> this woman who likes to take videos and is like calling FWC on people that aren't doing right. anything wrong. She's like the Carol Baskin of the manatee tour oh. industry as well. <laughs> And so, <laughs> there's like this meme of these two people that work out there of like Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin wow. from Manatee World out there. But uh, that's awesome. <laughs> 
It's like, you know how us fly fishermen have our own world where we all know each other and, you know, like we have this language that we understand. Our jokes are all funny. It's the same thing in the manatee biz, too. (laughs) There's like a whole other like underground culture with manatee tours there. I feel like it's... (laughs) So I just... (laughs) It just popped into my head and I have to say this out loud. You guys, now that you are homeowners and obviously homesteaders, you know, here in Florida, be very fucking careful with anything that you all do that's, like, sketchy at all because you officially qualify to be, like, a Florida man story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Florida. No longer longer is it, you know, Uh Chip from Maine. It's Chip. Florida man. Right. Can't you tell by his hair now? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've embraced the culture. Yeah. <laughs> I drink bush beer now. Oh, man. <laughs> Moving on up. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. The old traded, bluegill. Traded in the Narragansett. <laughs> yes. For, uh, yeah. for bush. Yeah. I like a yeah. <laughs> so, like, what are, what are some of the, um, you know, like, weird idiosyncrasies or, like, you know, of that manatee culture, like what, what, what? Let's. What's a good insider manatee joke? Do you guys do any jokes at the poor manatees' expense? Uh. <laughs> do you let people swim at the poo? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. they don't know. Okay, and they so touch it. How many people? That's a good one. How many people like, like will say, "Oh no way! There's no way!" Like there's manatee poo. There's not that the much. Do you think this too. thing is size of a fucking <laughs> elephant? Nothing shit. So let me put a little back history for the people listening that don't understand what we do in the manatee tour business. Because some people are like, "What the hell is a manatee?" They don't even right. understand. So what we do is we take people out on a you pontoon get nature boat and you sell it. And you put them in a wetsuit, you go swimming with the manatees, but it's all wild. It's not like going to uh, SeaWorld and you're going to go swimming with the dolphins there where it's a captive animal that are trained to be around people. These are wild animals that are just accustomed to people, but they're not trained in any way to be... Well, you know why around you, you you can't you can't do like manatee tours at SeaWorld. No, because like one of the biggest things that they're a like, animal. Well, but you know more so than that, like where you are, it's legal. There's like a loophole there where you can get in the water, and and if the manatee initiates the contact with right. you, you can get a manatee hug, etc. SeaWorld made like a very concerted decision not to do it because they felt like. One-armed hugs weren't good for the business. Because all of their manatees are like injured manatees. Yeah, they're like, no, we, and we can't be doing this. And half the time, I would say a good percent of the time, nobody gets touched a manatee. They don't get a hug by a manatee. It's that special time that somebody comes on the right day that a manatee comes up and they're hugging and kissing and loving on them. But that's oh, only, okay. you know, that's like the whole... So hold on, so hold on. Flag on the fucking play. Yeah. During manatee season, with very particular interest, I watch your stories on Instagram. Are you telling me that those are isolated incidents? Because I get the feeling that... There's you know, Instagram, Instagram <laughs> is real. Now, Instagram so is, is completely happens. real, and I watch you get hugged by manatees and you all the time. Now that if you come, you're gonna get hugged uh, by manatees. Absolutely. <laughs> I, well, I will you tell you, it's just like when you go fishing. If you want to go fishing in the best time of year, you're probably gonna catch a fish. If you come fishing at the shitty time of year, you're probably not. 
Same thing with the manatee tours. You come at the right time of year with the right weather conditions, you're probably going to get See, hugged by why, a manatee. That's why I just skip the manatees and go straight to Wiki Watchy for the mermaids. Yeah. They're always, they're always there. <laughs> uh, they're, they're always, always hugging. there. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're always hugging. <laughs> they're always... <laughs> <laughs> you never saw the mermaids, Carl? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And after the mermaid career is over, there's a number of fine establishments <laughs> around that area that they moonlight. Yeah. Are you We're a talent out. agent for the <laughs> mermaids? Keep the damn Post-mermaids. Post Carl's <laughs> post-mermaid talent agency all, <laughs> helps you find After it all comes crashing down <laughs> in flames. <laughs> <laughs> When the meth has taken hold, oh yeah, you move on in your career. Oh yeah, it's a little bit later. The show goes on a little bit later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of Florida men. Okay, so I'm sorry. I know yeah, I interrupted you. I know I interrupted you. So like, yeah. we're, we're wanting some good inside manatee. Uh, yeah. uh, so, are there uh, any manatee who regulates it? Nobody. Uh, You're just walking around watching shit. Mostly, it's. It's us because FWC, they only have three officers from like Cedar Key down to Wikiwachi mm-hmm. or Cheswitzka. So, like, they can't cover all that ground and actually, they're the only ones that can actually write a ticket. But they do have a lot of volunteers in the area that are like Manatee Watch volunteers. That's that, that's that Carol Baskin yeah. character. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. They volunteer to like document and stuff. Um, it's and like the turtle lady here. And mm-hmm. yeah, call yeah, the yeah. authorities yeah. and that kind of stuff. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's not about, I mean, the manatees are pretty interesting because they they have a very free sexual relationship amongst the manatees. Like, they don't, they don't, when they mate, it's like, they get like 10 or 20 of them together and they all go at it. And it's male and male, female, female, male and female. It's like a whole manatee orgy going on. And so you get these kids on the boat and you're trying to explain what's, What's kind of what's happening? What's going Plan. on? What? <laughs> what's Plan. going on yeah. there? Oh, look, they're having a tickle fight. <laughs> right. Yes. What is this viscous like liquid we're swimming in? Right. <laughs> yeah, you're in the water with them. Like I, right. ca- I saw two of them this year, full on, 69, two males, oh. pieces and parts out and everything, in their mouths, going at it. Just nice. Fully in front of this family who's sitting right. in the water with me, you know, with their camera. <laughs> like, Hurry. Get this. Yeah. Press record. Welcome to our world. (laughs) Mark is like completely (laughs) scarred now. I was, so I I worked on a boat in St. Pete, South St. Pete, and it's in like a really captive marina. Like, really, you know, you one way in, one way out, and the water gets really warm. So they'll pile up in there. And it was, as we were just saying, just a free for all. The manatee free for all. The boat over was owned by a professor from USF. So he would bring like his class down to watch, to literally watch and the, the orgy, the like, yeah, the manatee That's just it festival. <laughs> yeah. Actually, F-fest. there's a book about manatees, and he calls it an orgy in the book. So yeah. it's like, that's a technical oh, term now. Actually, <laughs> scrambled polygamy. Yeah, this is that the, the technical Nice. Term? Scrambled <laughs> <Right>? polygamy. <laughs> it just yeah. rolls off yeah. the tongue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when we were fishing today, we, we did encounter a few um, manatee. Scrambled polygamists. <laughs> Let's move on. And something that you, you actually told me that, was news to me is 
how sensitive the manatee whiskers yeah, those are. Vibrissae. Check this out. Yeah, so they have, yeah they're all these, like these their hair basically are whiskers that grow yeah. all over their body in a grid and they're connected to their nervous system. And they can actually feel a heartbeat within five feet away in the water. Well, then why feet. the hell can't they get out of the way of my skiff? They, they know your skiff's <laughs> coming. They just don't know where your skiff is coming ah, from and where it's okay. going. So right. they know a skiff is coming, but they don't but know they which direction know. to go to get out of the way. So they're oh. not, they don't have very good ability to... Interpret that information, Interpret. Right. I guess, like, basically, yeah. is okay. what it is. They so, know a boat's coming. They I'd feel say it. that they ain't that as smart. Yeah. <laughs> right. They have the, <laughs> the <laughs> smallest <laughs> brain-to-body ratio of any mammal. <laughs> so they surprise, th- surprise. They say, though, it's not that they have a very small brain. It's they just got a big body. No, for they that have small a big brain. heart. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but, so, but that's insane to me that they could detect because they can't heartbeat. see it all they are twice as blind as a legally blind human oh so they so like when they i'm when i'm anything. petting one uh, not that i've ever touched they can a manatee see illegally really well but like they'll come up to some of the docks here yeah. in the in and the you, and you can see the little <laughs> eyeballs it's like you're like connecting yeah, you, but they, they can see yeah. close okay so they, they just can't see anything more than about uh foot and a half away from them oh, they can't okay. see anything further than that so everything else is blurry shapes. Okay. So that's why they just drift around aimlessly. Any off the just, bottom, just or whatever so direction they go. Let me ask you, over in Manatee Central, where you guys are working, do you guys ever encounter, because I've seen at least two different manatees here that have been tagged? Mm-hmm. Where they have like oh, yeah. a oh, rope a like yeah. yoked yeah. around, and they're like towing a buoy around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the, the tracking Those are, buoys. Yeah, yeah, they're tracking buoys. They're just a GPS beacon. Um, they have a breakaway, too. That's like the first thing everybody asks. Okay. They get that buoy tangled up. It'll come loose. Mm-hmm. Um, but who every one of who is monitoring this, and like, what, what's the purpose behind it? So Any have idea? you ever seen like a tile? You know what a tile is? That little yeah. GPS monitoring thing? You like stick it under oh, the seat of your, your bike or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You find your shit. This thing is like the size of like a quarter. How the hell does a manatee have to tow around a whole buoy <laughs> with all from like the 1950s with ropes on it? You can, yeah. you can get them up. for your drills and shit. These little <laughs> add-ons. There's like yeah. you know, like a half dollar maybe or something you stick on but everything it's a crab to find buoy. it. Yeah. Big old crab. Yeah, I mean you rope. see them in fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. rope on that sucker. I'm not really sure. That's but a is it FWC? It is FWC. And for the listeners, if you ever do see a tag manatee, kill, kill, kill. Carl. Don't think, just kill. Wait, I thought that. Carl. Yeah. I thought that was a CCA tournament. Let Rod sort them out. Anything to disrupt their natural behavior, you know. Don't swim with the tag manatee, whatever. Um, but if you do get close enough to see the number that's on the buoy, there's a website and there's a number and you go to that website and you put the number in and there's a whole map of where that manatee has been traveling since they've been tagged. Oh, really? You get like $5 or anything? Or? No, yeah, it's like the CCA tournament when you catch a tagged redfish. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta pull you get a the boat. Tag. 
What, a lot what they use them for, <laughs> like I know in Crystal River, is they have an injured one that's been rehabilitated, and they re-release it in the wild, and they want to make sure that they're going to the places that they're supposed to go to when it's cold, where they get to when it's food, that kind of thing. Huh. We had a manatee last year. They released it, and there's an old power plant in Inglis that used to be a warm water discharge. Red, it's not red level? Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they they it's, allowed them to shut the warm water discharge off completely? Yeah. It, they were phasing it out yeah, for a while. Phase, exactly, yeah, they phased exactly, yeah. Because yeah. Port St. John, now. we have uh, two, two, and they're required to heat water and release heat, yep. heated water, even though they're not producing power It might anymore. be because we have the springs that are so close to us that's an alternative place for them I, to go. You know, this is, know. It, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, the rules are you're not supposed to do anything to mm-hmm. alter their natural environment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, except unless, you know... It's a power plant, and then it's okay. Because we put one it of the, there in the first place. One of the, <laughs> completely unnatural. Yeah. 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 One, of, yeah. one of the reasons that we feel we're having so much grass loss post-brown uh, tide event is mm-hmm. the number of manatees has gone exponential, like growth, over the last 10 years. And there's areas in the lagoon that grass is trying to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, they are. We have to put cages on it in uh-huh. Crystal River for because the manatees they put cages around the grass in certain areas to protect it, no so it has time to establish roots. And we need to start doing that here. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. all a rhizome. So mm-hmm. once you take once you get last, one good get spot that's covered uh-huh. and protected, it can spread underneath. Mm-hmm. No. And. I mean, it's just like Damn, cow fields. We're behind the times. Yeah, you, yeah. you can only put so many pasture. cattle on a pasture. You put the next pasture and move them around or whatever. Yeah. But apparently, what's the deal here? It's not that there's more; it's that they don't leave. Well, that's they don't what, yeah. move anymore. Yeah, they don't. They used to move. Yeah, farther, yeah. but they don't. Yeah. They, they won't leave. So. They get the pasture would get a break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't get it anymore. And you think, I mean, a small manatee, a thousand pound manatee is eating a hundred pounds of grass a day. It's a lot of fucking grass. Ten percent of their body weight every single day. Fuck. Six hundred manatees. That's a lot of grass. That's a lot of manatee turds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Mm -hmm. So we had this one that they released and uh, they wanted to make sure it wasn't going back to the power plant because that's what it was used to. And of course it did. So they tracked it, went out, picked it back up at the power plant, brought him back into Three Sisters, re-released him again. Like, they're, they're like, yeah. oh, he's going back again. Let's go pick him up, bring him back in here again. Let's re-release him. I, saw, I went to a, I don't know where I was. It was like a either a service place or a motor place or whatever. It was a boat place. They didn't build them, but they were outfitting them somehow, and they were manatee picker-upper boats. Uh-huh. So it was a well boat. The motors, the outboard is forward, like three quarters like, of the way yeah. up in a well. Yeah, and then the yeah, and then the transom just slid out, uh, and they could the drag top. it up into it. Yeah, and they drag them up in there and pop the transom back in, and uh, would move them around. There was a tower like forward over the motor yeah. where they'd ride like up front, but it would like submerge and, and pull the manatees up there. It was like six of them. Like you're, you guys are moving a lot of manatees, six brand new ones. So w- what's like the huge? Like sometimes you see these manatees that are ginormous. Mm-hmm. Like what would the biggest manatee weigh? Thirty five hundred in cap. No, oh. in captivity. Yeah. Oh, okay, in the, in the wild, three thousand though. I mean, so over a ton. Oh, 
Yeah, in Homosasa, they get some really big ones that they've released, and that'll still go back to the refuge there because it's a yeah. wildlife refuge where they're rehabilitated. But like the wild ones in the wild, like the biggest ones, normally on average we see like on a daily basis is like fifteen hundred pounds. So. <laughs> and it's amazing because we have a lot of people and they're like, so what's a manatee look like? They come here to swim with a manatee and they have no idea what this animal looks like, what it does. So like, is it going to eat me? Is it going to bite me? Big, like they, fat, gray blubber uh, fish. Like, no, it's vegetarian. It's right. not going to... It's a yeah. legless, trunkless elephant. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah the, closest <laughs> the closest relative, relative is the elephant. Yeah. They also say they have really excellent memory like the elephant. As their closest relative, too. Really? So, you know, if you swim with a manatee, chances are next year they're going to remember. No way. But they no have the smallest brain, Perb. Well, then you... Uh, I, I'm going to say... It's not a very I, big... A small brain, it's a big body. <laughs> you you <laughs> think that they would part. remember the north entrance to the Poland Troll Zone is a bad place to hang out? And they, but they, they all get run over. They do. They, st- they, they right. just stay there. Stay there. Mm-hmm. It's like... Good grass all around there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. Mm. Or it's like, oh, my cousin's gone, but I'm still here. He didn't tell me I'm <laughs> right. a bad spot to be. It's like you're getting all of them now. <laughs> it's probably that free roam and polygamy type yeah. situation. Yeah. They just get rolling yeah. on it. Your brain. Yeah. It's Volusia. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think the, one of the coolest things about it is being in the water, right. though, and swimming with some of the fish in there. And that's, I mean, also the hardest part is, like, seeing them all in the water in this really crystal clear springs and stuff. And we see redfish, And you can't jacks. fish in the springs, can you? No. <laughs> and so we're, you know, five, six-foot tarpon, you know, a jack, cool. sheep's head, everything that we want to fish for, we're just swimming with instead now. And, I mean, it's cool because... They react differently when you're in the water with them too. You know, they're not as spooked as when you're, spook- in the, yeah, you yeah. know, like you actually get to observe their behavior more, and it's become a huge learning tool for us to figure out, you know, what these fish are doing, where they're moving, especially when a cold front hits, or you know, what parts of the bay they're going to be in, and that kind of stuff. It's like our so what you're back pocket me is tool. To- for me to send my flies to you so you can test them in front of the Right, just like, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Cut the hook off so it's just the fly, uh-huh. just the shank. Just watch just their, yeah. Just try to get totally. some reaction out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great idea. Tie one to your I can toe. get like face-to-face <laughs> me and right. you with a snook, you know, and I'm just like sitting there staring at them. Like, what do that's you do? That's crazy. So I wonder if we went like down to the Beacon 42 bar mm-hmm. and just pulled the skiff up on the bar and like, Jumped in with mask and snorkels, oh, and, and like cool we could like I just bet. swim with the the school of like breeder redfish, and they'd just be like all chilled out, just, or would they still freak out and they'd take probably off? Be chill. That would be yeah. pretty pretty cool. It's all you act in the water too. If you come in slow, I was going to say yeah, instead of jumping in, like just that kind of thing, then yeah. they're yeah. I mean, you could jump in a Thank spring. You. Of course, the fish are going to spook, but they're going to come back. But if you right. go in there and just just nice and act like a fish. Play to their lateral line. Yeah, don't splash. That's not true. That's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Those lateral lines don't exist. Fish don't peel. <laughs> no. Yeah, they feel. Especially when you drop like this big crumpled up leader and your fly just right on their head. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, feel. they feel. Yeah, they feel. <laughs> I'll make them feel. Exactly. <laughs> 
Aww. They feel like it's time to go. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do a break. Yeah. How's, that, think, how's uh, that sound? A little break action would mm-hmm. not be bad. Yeah, we gotta... So we will uh, go replenish our beverages. Carl's going to have a smoke. <laughs> and we'll be back in just a little bit. I've been screaming yeah, since the start. Uh, My bleeds fall upon <laughs> their feet. I've been clawing at the throat. I know it is true because a lot of fathers I hope dear the ghosts sing you just don't belong here. You best be on your way. By the time the next sun arises, this world forgets your name. But go on and tell me yeah. Once good with all your might I must find the heart to bury These shipwrecks and these crimes The sea is calling, she's wanted She's a temptress, hard to please But ain't it strange how often selfish lovers Give us what we need, what we need All right, and we're back. Everybody's got a freshie. So um, what on earth is there to talk about? Uh, we're being inundated by a storm right now. It is mm-hmm. rough. What is it? Thought, thoughts and prayers over it, to the West Coast and yeah. Louisiana. So if it's middle of June, 15 days roughly into hurricane season... We've already had our third named storm. Oh, it's going to be live. This year's going to be live. You think this is going to be a big season? Or is it it just going to be a bunch of like little shit-ass storms like we've seen so far? Just a bunch of volcanoes that are erupting and turning into uh, hurricanes now that are Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. evolving into tornadoes. We we saw sharknadoes even. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of sharknadoes. Chip had a shot at a shark on a flat today. He had a lot of shark shots at a, a lot, lot of things. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the smack talking <laughs> is starting. <laughs> I almost didn't spook a fish today. <laughs> but I did. Which is fine. He even let me get I up and cast dude, a little I bit today. So I will tell you, though, you made some fucking stellar shots on that fucking route that we oh. thought was a fish. <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah. That was, oh yeah, God. that's when you're really... Like, you almost zone. fed that mangrove root, like, mm-hmm. two or three times. Yeah. He was moving. Speaking of mangroves... He wouldn't, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't hit it. He no. wasn't hungry. He wasn't hungry. Yeah. Chip, like, got a really good fucking hookup on a mangrove. Uh-huh. He got a really good hookup. This is trying to catch a pinfish. It, nice take. Throw it right yeah. into the mangrove. He yeah. got a really good hookup of the guy pushing the boat today. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you get you get got. Oh, yeah. yeah, you should have seen his face uh-huh. when he did it. No, I saw Larry's face, <laughs> and it was like, this isn't the Larry that I know. <laughs> this was like. Survival mode. Uh-huh. Straight out, Larry. There's no smile here. Like, like fuck are you that's the one me? thing I go into fishing with Larry not to do. Like, I blow shot after shot, and it's a good day. As long as I don't sink a hook in them. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I'm really bad at that. I, I, 
It's not that I hook a lot of people, but when I get hooked, it's over. I can't get it. Like, I can't get it out. Anybody can yank, tug, pull, do their trick, poke it through. No, it's just in the wrong spots. Maybe. I'm built like one. (laughs) But in the wrong spot, it's just, it's in it, like... No. That's a bad, Too bad, fleshy. bad day. You yeah. know where the worst spot <laughs> yeah. is here. It's the earlobe. But it could you, no. you could get it out. No, no, because it's too pliable. It's too I'll tell through. you about yeah. the time that I pulled uh. the hook out of the worst spot on Chip. We were. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. oh. We were, we're getting personal. <laughs> it was back on our living talk. in the sailboat days down in the Keys. And because we lived on a sailboat, we had to take Django for a pretty decent walk every morning and every night, you know, because she's stuck on a boat all fucking day, you know. And we were taking her for a walk at night, and all of a sudden he stops. There's no sidewalks in the middle of the road, in these little neighborhoods we're walking in. And he somehow had had a fly that was in our bed or in his boxers or something and hooked him right through his balls. No! And mm. he stopped in the middle of the road because somehow it finally worked finally. its way in there. And so he stopped in the middle of the road. He's holding on to Django on her leash. And he drops his pants, and I'm standing on my knees in the middle of the road at night trying to finagle this right. hook out of his balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and know? then the sheriff's then office the, comes around. My car did yeah. drive by, and we're like, hey! <laughs> I'm just smiling as I'm like trying to weasel this thing out of there. Uh, that might be the worst spot. I was gonna say. Yeah, that I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah. There's no. I mean, no ball contact. I would say, but like actual Weibo. Like it no, didn't no, get the Weibo. We we're, we're through the skin. It was just more of the bag. Yeah. This, yeah. This, this, yeah. Yeah. The fleshy bag. Right. <laughs> If y'all know what I mean. A fucking full-on sack attack. <laughs> but it's not like that's any really that better. I mean, once it's in there. Area, I mean, like, once you get into an actual. Oh, man. At that point, you're barbs deep. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right. If you're breaking. I was once you actually get into, like, an actual walnut, though, that's metaphor, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, wow. That's, that's not. You're not pulling it out. That's like. Get your help. Physiological. Get yeah. Go to the hospital. Wife or not, take me to the ER. There's <laughs> no, you are not pulling on this thing. So, no. so like, that's the life and bad, no health insurance. Bad what hook sets. Dr. Chris, who is an oral surgeon that I fish with, he was on call like because he would use, he had surgery suite, um, privileges mm-hmm. at winter park hospital and part of being able to use the operating room is you have to pull like an on call um every month for mm-hmm. any kind of like car accident where there's like bad facial mm-hmm. injuries because yeah, yeah. he's oral surgeon slash maxial facial yeah, yeah. whatever that is and because they knew his office is directly across from the emergency room uh, one morning he gets a phone call and it's the attending physician at the emergency room. And he's like, Hey, Dr. Chris, um, I know you're not on call, but you're across the street. We've got a guy that we want to send across the street to have you take a look at. He has a fishing hook stuck in his mouth. And then he's like, what? He's like, That's a damn good when, when you, when you, when you see him, nice you'll take. see what the problem is. This guy had a spinning rod 
and he had a jig that when he was finished, he didn't take and like put it on like an eye or anything. He reeled it all the way up to the tip. So, so he earned it. So, <laughs> so, so he then he deserved it. He had, he had put the uh, fishing pole in the back seat of the car with the window down with it sticking out the side of the car, you know, because it wouldn't fit any other way. And when he got to the house, he hopped out and he walked around the car. And as he was walking around the car, it just like hit him in the face. And he was like at full speed. And the hook, you know, if you put your finger, there's like that little, yeah. that yeah. little funny thing right right, right below mm-hmm. your, your nose. Would be damned. We're just all digging around in our mouths right now, <laughs> around. Yeah. And so Don't touch your that's yeah. that's, your that's where the hook, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it and it had okay. curved in and was like basically jammed into the fucking like, bone oh. of your, like yeah. above his teeth. And they, in ways, yeah, added towards his, yeah. yeah. And they had tried in the ER to remove it, like for like 20, 30 minutes, and like could not get the fucking hook out. So they sent him across the street to Chris's office. And Chris said, I did it without even thinking about it. And the guy did not fucking appreciate it when he came in, like, you know. The jig was like hanging there with like a little bit of line. And I said, Oh, you caught a big one, did you? <laughs> and the guy was not none too pleased. Yeah, because it's probably pretty hard to smile at that point. Yeah. And, and so I said, Well, how the fuck did you get it out? He goes, How do we get one out of any fish? I grabbed it with a pair of fucking pliers and I, I snatched fuck, it out. Snatched yeah. it out. He goes, I don't know what they tried at the ER. They were trying to, you know, like get all fucking cutesy. I just grabbed a hold of it and. Out it came. I mean, yeah, you're not. I mean, at that point, yeah. The the last one that I that I dealt with. Imagine, no, 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 it was tight enough to where there weren't enough people around to to. So I I couldn't do it personally. I could tug on it like crazy. Somebody had to hold. <laughs> That's my, better, right? Yeah. Than just doing it. Yeah. Tug on it for a right. minute. Just tug one out. Just, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't tug one out as hard as I tried. So, so somebody had to. <laughs> I had to. Go, I had to go the you know urgent care or whatever. A nurse Urgy had to hold my hand still. While he snapped, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, right. I couldn't pull it oh, so two like, ways. Yeah. Right. Because you know you're yeah. pulling. So, yeah. He, he ended up standing on the table to get it out. <laughs> Holy oh, Fucking sh- screaming bloody murder. <laughs> How old were you when this happened? Like like two years ago. <laughs> 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 you big baby. Fuck it. Pinch your barbs. Pinch your barbs. <laughs> it wasn't even mine, so I leaned. It was a plug. Oh, so they were coming back. and you were No. It was somebody had fished a spot. I was in Miami in the middle of the night. Where? Uh, out by where Cigarette has that uh. marina. Um, but I was fishing. There's like a little spillway, and I leaned on a fence. And somebody was had fishing s- there before, and there was a plug. Just you knotted know, tri- up in treble there. hooks. Yeah. Oh. yeah, just hanging from the... You know, it was like the yeah. one they used before and they wanted to use after. Just hanging from the thing and it stuck me to the fence. And I was like, oh. Yeah. So at midnight in Miami, I'm like, fuck. Did you finish fishing? Or? I had no. To get, no, I no. went to the gas station and bought weird, like, <laughs> shitty pliers and cut it off. 
because I didn't have like good enough pliers to like cut it off. So I cut the because the whole plug was still in right with the other hook. Oh, you didn't have it didn't have slip rings on it. No, no. (laughs) So the one clipped her clipped her off. Damn, taped it up. I think uh, it's almost become like a part of our world now to find yeah. hooks. Like, you know, you walk in the carpet and you step yeah. on hooks. Yeah. I was yeah. like, one time I was sleeping and I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't move anywhere. And I looked down and I had a hook going through my thigh into the sheet. And so I was mm. stuck oh. onto our bed because there was a hook in our bed and it went through my thigh skin into the sheet. So I was stuck and I couldn't. Through move. the sweet meat. <laughs> yeah, sweet that's what wow. they call it. And yeah. I had to wake Chip up in the middle of the night to unhook me from our sheets in the middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> wild. Hooked ourselves. Or like my hairbrush. Some I, I brush oh, my yeah. hair all the time, and there's hooks in there that I don't even know. There's like, I hooks look in, my, in there. They migrate. You guys have a lot of you guys have a lot of loose hooks in your life. <laughs> right. It's like a fly. There's a lot you of crossover here that like, I'm not. Yeah, you I'm not think picking up. How many hooks you have in your life, and then you double it by two because there's two of us. You know, it's like we have double of everything. I double have, the chances that there's a hook gonna catch you somewhere. Damn, you know? I forgot my fly box. Hold on. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me just brush my hair real quick and pull one out of there. That's like during when we're in Alaska, like probably a once a week occurrence. That I'm like, oh, there we go. We're good. Oh. So when you guys when you guys have been like at at the lodge or out on the river, have you had any like crazy shit go down where like either a client gets hooked or like even any kind of weird injury situations where you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, how are we going to deal with this? Because, I mean, you're out there. Mm-hmm. Ankles. I mean, it's always in the forefront of your mind when you are out there. At the, so it's, I don't know, you feel like I will take a 73-year-old conservative white male and I will hold him like a fucking baby. Whatever he doesn't get the opportunity yeah, yeah. for anything yeah. to happen to him. So I was thinking about that with your two weeks. Uh huh. What if somebody had like some kind of weird like heart arrhythmia or uh, something? Oh, okay, you're so, fucking dead. Okay, we do that well, all the time. We're so out for... so one of the guy, the oldest guy on the trip that I went on, he probably at that time was like late sixties, uh-huh. and. We had stopped on a gravel bar. It's the normal routine. You pull up on a gravel bar, everybody just like fans out, uh. goes and fishes for an hour or two, and then finds your way back to the boat. And we had all come back to the boats, and we're like sitting around, like, you know, having a snack or whatever, and we're still waiting on the one dude to come back. And like for 10 minutes goes by, we still don't see it. And there was like no hard, fast time of be back at the boat at this time. But it just always happened that we all came back about the same time. And so after, you know, a few more cookies and some chips and, and stuff, we're like, dude, where is he? And then, like, another 15 minutes goes by, and then, like, it it does. It starts mm. creeping in your mind. You're like, fuck, did he have a heart attack? Did he yeah. fucking walk up on a bear? Like, what yeah. the fuck's going on? Like, where the fuck is he? And then, like, now 30 minutes later... Somebody's finally like, all right, where's the last place anybody saw him? Is he some kind like, of free polygamist? Over that way. You know? And so we we all agreed. One of a one of one person went and like looked towards like where he was last seen, and everybody else stayed with the boats in case he came back. 
And I would say it was probably another hour before, oh, hey, guys. Oh. He just comes, mm-hmm. you know, around the corner, and we're all like, motherfucker, you yeah. know, like, where have but you been? We're, yeah. But just the scale of everything out there. Yeah. Right. Everything is. Yeah. And I mean, and, and so we, we had the discussion after the fact. We are like, what if, what if he had dropped dead from a heart attack and, right. like, did, did, what's, what's the rule? Do we cut the trip short? Now we just like, you know, row yeah. the whole like two days <laughs> yeah, well, later. The thing Cadaver is, is, do you have a way to contact? We had app. a sat okay. phone. Yeah. Yeah. We had a sat phone. Just so they would fly in, so I guess. Was, yeah. Well, there was nowhere for anybody to fly in. Yeah. We would have to make it at least a certain distance down to get a jet boat up to us. Yeah. Um, but it, it was it was definitely like it got to a point where we were all like legitimately starting to be like, oh fuck, what's going on? It's good to have like a plan. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah. some, I mean, it's good. But, yeah, like, you I mean, gotta but, be like, okay, so like. But nobody had thought about yeah. that until all of a sudden he didn't come back to the boat like in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. And then we were all like, "Fuck, we didn't think about this." Some kind of like, uh, like off-duty nursing staff or something. <laughs> you need to like become like fishing buddies with Let's put for some like Alaska. Yeah. So when Alaska when Doctor Chris Cuba and I go on shit, somebody nice. knows how to stitch. Chris and I always go on bone fishing trips together, mm-hmm. and we've been to like Turks and Caicos, like some pretty out islands in the Bahamas, like Mayaguana, um, where. The only medical facility in Mayaguana is the clinic. Will make you the sick. clinic, right? And the quote nurse that works at the clinic isn't really a nurse. She's Witch just the doctor. She's just the best right. first aid person around, right. I suppose. Has the cleanest hands at the moment. That's right. right. So Chris would always pack and bring like a suture kit yeah. and stuff like that, so that worst case scenario, you know, he could try to coach me through stitching him up right you know or he could do it for me or whatnot but uh yeah i mean there's there's services now like that you can pay for when you do travel out of country to on like fly fishing, you out to fly you oh, out God. and stuff like that the medical evac you know it's like insurance or whatever there's a dude um kind of a long story owns a like a marine paint company in pinellas county uh, he got bit by a bull shark in the Bahamas, but they had flown. They had, and apparently they have their, their own. Oh yeah, they plane have like sixes. Yeah, so they they flew there, jumped on the boat real close, mm-hmm. went and got bit. They were over. Ru- yeah, <laughs> hold up, guys. Let me go get bit run, real quick. Run them to the plane, jump in the plane, go, and like he lived and. Saved his leg or whatever because they had flown. You know what I mean? Like right. the, the shit was there ready to go and they like scrambled up and got it done. But other people that like flew in with somebody else and, you know, hopped a taxi to the marina to get on the boat to go to, well, you know, you'd be. Yeah. yeah. You'd well, be, what would you yeah. do? There, yeah. There's organizations out there and when you're doing paramilitary work. You can call and they'll have G6s ready or they'll have helos ready. They'll have. What, like a RQF, right? But it's the bill. Yeah, oh. exactly. Oh yeah, that's some black card type shit. Like Actually, they'll just come get you anywhere. Yes, I'm not Madonna, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> we are. Like, I think like, well, what like our closest 
I mean, if the shit really went down yeah. out there, like, it's two hours. Right. That's it. We're, we're going to call the Kenai uh, Life Flight yeah. Yeah. Burrow, and Life Flight will get out there in two hours. If you have a clear it. LZ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're pounding down time. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But so how far how far is your all's lodge like from the coast? <laughs> that sounds like yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Between forty I know, like, flight and times? sixty, as, as we go by like flight something. times. I yeah. don't know like actual miles. miles. Yeah, you know we don't. I don't sit there and like look at the map. It's so like, like a twenty-five minute flight mm-hmm. down there. So, yeah, about forty miles. That sounds about right. Hundred miles an hour. Yeah, sure. yeah, all right. Uh-huh. So, I like, you know, you said there's like a life flight or whatever. Like, I w- the only reason I was asking, like, how close you were to the coast is like, you know, if you watch any of like the shows, Deadliest Catch or whatever, it's like the fucking Coast Guard are the heroes yeah. there. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, yeah. that's you know? who would come, I think, would get us as the Coast Guard. Okay, yeah. is that they get a chopper? Because that's who the they do- were going yeah. to call that one time. With the dolphin, <laughs> yeah. what what was the? I mean, what's how close is all that shit to you guys? What all that deadliest catch? What is it? What's the town they? Uh, well, they're so way up in the Bering Sea. Yeah, they're on the they're other, other on side. The Aleutian Islands. Yeah, yeah, we're like at the tip, basically the base of the Aleutian Islands. So where Aleutian Islands, the Aleutian Peninsula starts, we're in that little. We're like. In that, the like, in the kind of a, where the yeah, right, out, yeah, you know. but still, right. a long we call that the gooch. Oh, we're in the yeah. gooch of the Aleutian right. Peninsula. There we go. <clears throat> the, the northern mm-hmm. gooch. Right, northern <laughs> gooch of the Aleutian Island. <laughs> <clears throat> That's how my first novel started. That's so weird. Continue. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, so. Can I get that on Amazon? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's Audible. Right? The original one, though. Larry Hardback. Reads it. Yeah. It yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, I would do yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> would totally do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, Coast Guard. If you're that close to, if you're closer to the coast than your lodge, you could probably call the Coast Guard, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. fly you out or whatever. If like shit went, I mean, it would have to go pretty I far would, south I mean, for them to come out. I think. Not that I have any experience guiding it, but I would think it would be. Life, limb, or eyesight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's yeah. that? Yeah. Then yeah. speed. Life, limb, eyesight. Non-emergency. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, okay. We could get a Is club, they really get say a club that? out there. <coughs> and That's a real saying. Life, yeah. limb, or eyesight. Yeah. Really? But we could... I mean, Mark's the only person sitting at this table that's been evac'd in a helicopter, I'm pretty much guessing. That, yeah. you know, you could call a... Coast Guard Kodiak uh-huh. and have jump in the dolphin and haul ass at 160 miles an hour and then drop down and okay, you get because those ships have pretty good medical shit on them. No, I that's mean, the also like the we took no, it upon the, ourselves the, the to buy the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's the that's the island they're on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, all right, yeah. yeah. The uh, 
the spot, the Garmin in reach and stuff, which, ha- which has the option to send out the yeah. alert to. Yeah, we would always use the, what is that thing? The spot the or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. orange. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, we bought them for ourselves because we're like, yeah. I would rather have, no like, be protected yeah. by this, you know? There's a there's Mama a died. school of thought. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, or yeah. My, and more like my people are dying. I don't care about yeah. myself, but yeah. at least, yeah. like, I'm going to get these people out of there, you know? There's a school of thought that the advent of, like, those spot locators and all that has actually been more detrimental than helpful (laughs) because it empowers people to go out go farther go farther riskier behavior because they think that they're a push button away from being rescued no you have to like scramble people up or what if the signal doesn't go or batteries are dead or yeah it reminds me of oh right a trillion. Yeah. If he would have had that technology, whether it, you know, a cell phone to send out an emergency beacon or the spot or the Garmin. Right. What old Mr. Maybe Sheepstra maybe the uh, chance. Right. Maybe he wouldn't have been killed by right. his buddies. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's it. When traveling abroad, I would highly advise people to yes kind of have that. like a little plan or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you start also, to you think about it, it's like guide has bugs, yeah. or doesn't have, and like you know, we took it upon ourselves to buy it, but like up until last year when we didn't, like we were totally off the grid when we were yeah. dropped yeah. off for the day. You right. know, mm-hmm. you're out there, like cool. We'll see the plane at five. If not, we hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's always better to have provided your own something life hasn't happened to the plane, right? right. You know, one of the things Chip was saying about not happen. putting people in That's situations it. we're not comfortable them being in, and we talked about this earlier was we bought some of those um, belts that are the inflatable life yeah. vests, yeah. Yeah. like uh-huh. the pull cord ones, yeah. because a lot of times we're packing these rafts and you're required to have your PFD yeah, yeah. or something right, yeah. like that on you. And so we're like, well, it's a lot lighter for me to carry one of these belt mm-hmm. things than it is to carry a full-blown life jacket. And then what ended up happening is I have this guy that I'm really not comfortable leaving alone for three seconds in the river. He has a hard time like just <laughs> standing in a place. I ended up taking it off myself and putting them on him. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know. Just in case. Just in case. And you know, I use it a lot because I'm like getting into these deep snags up huh. to my chest, trying to get the stuff out of the water. But I wish every person on the water would just wear one of those goddamn belts, whether you're in Montana or Wyoming or wherever the hell you are. What's it going to hurt? Right. Well, Nothing. F- is it f- maybe just Florida? Um, those have just become hurt. actual PFDs. Yeah, it's going to hurt. You your, have to wear it. It's going to hurt your to count. Insta image. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. what it that's is. Those just became like actual legal, Actually, like, legal count right. for per person. Okay, there's like a like a rating they needed to make. Yeah, they have to are, be the yeah. yeah, but you have to wear it for it to count. Well, like right. I've got, but a pair even if it's not about it counting, it's about yeah. your own yeah. personal safety yeah. when you're on the water right. and taking accountability to say, hey, look, I might be out there doing some sketchy waiting that I might not be comfortable with all the time. It doesn't hurt to wear this little belt when I'm out right. there. That's when I was down in Chile with my buddy. He does a lot of writing for NRS, and they make a lot of PFDs for rafters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get into the, you know, making it for fishermen. And they're like, why don't fish those are fly those fishermen ratchet strap guys? Yeah, right. yeah. They're like, why don't they ever wear PFDs when they're like rowing or fishing or anything like that? And me and Zach were like trying to think about it. And like, well, why don't they? And we're like, well, they're cumbersome. You know, you're like trying to cast yeah. and all that stuff. So they're trying to make. You know, PFDs where they're cut in certain ways that you're not, so, you know, whatever. But 
Why don't we take more time on our personal safety? Okay, there's there are rivers that I've been on where it's mandatory that you wear PFD in the drift boat yeah. mm-hmm. on the San Juan. And the re I was going to say like Mexico. Colorado yeah, type exactly. shit. That's what I was so I would feel like they would. So yeah. on the San Juan, I was out there and it was winter time. So even like forget like rapids and all that. Yeah. Like if you fell in or you know the water temperature and the air temperature, right. you know you're you're going to be immobilized by hypothermia pretty quick. Uh. But out there, it's a requirement. I don't know if it's a state requirement or if it was like an outfitter requirement. No, no, no. It was like definitely. It, it was it, for it, it had, the river. It like, had to yeah. be a state. Yeah, it was a yeah. state thing. And when we launched, we had like a group of us, um, and everybody said out loud, "Hey, man, you got to wear your PFD." And there was one or two guys who were like, "Oh, fuck that! They're uncomfortable." Blah 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 blah. And then somebody said, "Dude." Somebody died on this river like a month ago. Like they're hardcore enforcing mm-hmm. it. Like wear your fucking PFD. And of course they didn't. And of course a ranger fucking saw them nice. and and fucking ticketed nice. them. And they had to come back like a month later. It was like a a peer in person court oh. kind of deal. <laughs> um, That's when you start paying people to go. So yeah. so there's a there's a guy that listens to our podcast. Um, that has his own podcast called Casting Across. Mm-hmm. And he also has like a blog that goes is you know with yeah, his yeah. podcast. And he does really short, informative podcasts. Yes. He did a podcast very recently. I saw it on his Instagram, specifically talking about a PFD for wearing while you're fishing. Because it's super comfortable. He had finally found one that was like really comfortable, yeah. allowed him to move and stuff. Um, Here's a something I just thought about while we're talking about this. Have you ever seen the ones that like mega rad jet ski dudes wear? Well, I was going to say a lot. They're of like almost, it's like really thick, almost like it's a, like um, neoprene. It's like, yeah, neoprene, neoprene like a, like a 10 times thick wetsuit. Kind There's of vest mm-hmm. and it's you know flotation. I think they're rated. I, I think it's legal. I wore a PFD yeah. on the Colorado yeah. when I was out there with Ben and um, Leif. Thank you. Um, when we were out there for IFTD mm-hmm. the, after um, IFTD, and it just it, it, you wear it all day. It's mm-hmm. like no big deal. It's com- you know yeah. it's not uncomfortable. Warm. I would say yeah. here I'd be I'd go heat. Here, yeah, the other way. You know what I mean? I, like I wouldn't, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong in my terminology, I would wear it on swift water. Yeah. Your, your uh-huh. rivers or yeah. your rafting mm-hmm. situation. You fall in three feet of I was going to say, here, here if I'm with Larry be, and yeah. I stumble off the casting platform into yeah, the water. fine. Wait, stand up. Well, right. Okay, but you could let me ask home. you this, though. So I actually fish quite a bit by myself Mm -hmm. and i do have the suspender style that that you know is the inflatable it's not an automatic because i don't want it it to get accidentally wet and go off Mm -hmm. it's the pull cord kind and summertime i never wear it wintertime if i'm out by myself Mm -hmm. especially like you know december january and it's like 40 degrees outside and the water temperature is probably in the 50s in the lagoon i wear it while I'm running, because really? if I were to ever get like ejected from the boat, 
I know, and I agree with you. For the most part, not everywhere in the lagoon can you stand up, but for most part, you right. can. But what if you get hurt going out, and yeah. and it's like okay, you know, up your head, or, I, or, or, or I land, I or land or... on a fucking oyster bar, and my <laughs> legs will. shredded. Will. Yeah. I could at you least will. pop it. Mm-hmm. And then be like, okay, now I don't have to worry about drowning and I can fucking maybe do some self care mm-hmm. and like start getting myself out. And I only do it during the winter time because I'm more self-care. worried about the hypothermia. So aspect. do you take it off before you take a picture with your fish and post <laughs> it on Instagram? Well, no, that it's, it all goes back to the. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I take it, it off before I do guys. that. Yeah, yeah. girl. Ah. <laughs> Carl knows the guys. Well, the bass live dangerously. Uh huh. You'll see him running. Oh, that, that yeah. P- and as soon as that boat comes off plane, it's coming off mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I have the suspender type. Uh, I originally hatch and doesn't do you any good. It. Never thought up of in the that front way. hatch. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I originally yeah. got it when I was flying the float plane. Yeah, and I would wear it in the float plane. Yeah, I think that's how it started for us too. And it's one of those things that makes you yeah, think about like, it after that, you know. Yeah, and it's like the in, in the float plane. Float planes are the most stable when they're inverted with the floats on top of the water and the aircraft under and submerged. True. And <laughs> you know, so it's when good you're ballast. when you're flying <laughs> yeah. by yourself and you're like, okay, what if the worst case scenario ever yeah. happened? So I just wore it all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Most pilots that I okay, know in so, Alaska wear a, some sort of PFD when they're flying so a So today, when, when we were on the skiff, I run a tiller skiff. I religiously put my kill coil oh, yeah. attached to oh, my person yeah, was, so that... And, yeah. and you know what's funny is like it gets to the point I've worn it so much for so many years that you forget that it's on. And occasionally when I'm out... I go to do something and step too far away from it, and it like kills. And I'm like, oh, gosh, whatever. Though, I mean, is that really the worst that's going to happen? Though, no, no, no. no. But it's a reminder of well, it fucking works. Uh You know, that's funny. About five minutes ago, and Carl's over here just living life on the edge. I was about to give you huge kudos Mm, because I was like, (laughs) every time Larry fired up his skiff, yeah, like Larry, Larry has it clipped in. I have it to where it's a bracelet, and. No Safety, doubt. motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. you hit a manatee. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, Your that's boat a, stops. That's for real. Yeah. I, I, ha- like, I have been. There's a break in the critter. system there. Yeah. I was ejected from a skiff that hit a manatee yep. out of the Kennedy Point Marina 16, 17 years ago, and I was running a tiller skiff when it happened. I hit the manatee, took the tiller right out of my hand, and I kept going straight, and the skiff went that way, but I was wearing a kill cord. Oh, yeah. And I was fine. No problemo. No. Yeah. So what do you do with that 60, Carl? Hold on tight. <laughs> <laughs> Just the problem is <clears throat> not the manatee. The problem is the 60. All right, cold <clears throat> trickle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. that, that, that's a very real thing. I remember when I was a kid when I first like got to run my own boat. What's this kill switch? Right. And I threw myself out of a boat one day, and I'm sitting there, and it's doing circles, like full (laughs) tilt, doing circles around me, and ended up grabbing a hold of it and going for a hell of a ride, and like got back in the boat, and it was the scariest shit ever. Like I didn't run a boat for about a month after that because I was. 
traumatic for me. And have you seen like full size boats ever do it? Like big center consoles and shit when people fall out. You ever seen what? that? No. Oh, oh shit. The Freedom I've seen Boat like Club. Twice. We'll just send you on Freedom your way. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it twice. It was a big boat just just burning circles. And the Coast Guard comes and they ram it. No, they try to like time it and then pull alongside and they get like the new guy to jump yes. into the <laughs> wild boat. <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> I always, yeah. well, I always, yeah, you know, I've seen that because I stand there, I, I that's, float that, around that, and watch. That's called yeah. mariner protection. Right. It's called rubbernecking. <laughs> and I, I know, at that point, be like, you know what? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> We're going to wait till that sucker runs out of fuel. Yeah. Sorry, you just burned $300 in gas. Right. But. Yeah. Your problem. <laughs> Your problem. I saw one that went on for so long, the dude that fell out swam to the seawall, jumped up on the seawall. <laughs> And was relaxing in the yard. And the people from the house came out and like gave him a drink. He was we, just chilling, just out waiting for it to die. Yeah, just going, Wah! just whipping fucking donuts. He's <laughs> like watching his own boat, burning. There's a way to go. That's the way I'm gonna go. So to answer your question, why don't people wear their PFDs? Yeah, or like use... Because I, I think most people go through life thinking it's not going to happen to them. It will. It yes. Wear them. Wear them. You'll be a cool story for all your friends after you're gone, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> right. I'm right here. Actually, if I see people <laughs> with... PFDs or some kind of thing on there, I will like it. I don't care if I don't even like you. If I see that thing on Instagram, I'll <laughs> like it. When I see people with <laughs> I PFDs, start I'm an, usually like... I want to start an initiative like cop. that PFD out there. Like I want to see more people protecting <laughs> themselves. Like, like Cops are here. Even if you're an influencer and I see you wearing a PFD, I'll still like it. <laughs> Changing the game. Note to self. I wish I had an excuse. Most most times that you see an influencer wearing a PFD on Instagram, it's their boyfriends. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just... They don't really care about them. They're going to care about themselves. (laughs) (laughs) We'll follow up to our conversation uh, on the skiff today. I know a lot of the kayak... PFDs are cut to row to yeah. fish yeah. and, and row. a row and, and all that row. kind of stuff. That's why I said our NRS has been and they make yeah. fishing ones now with like pockets to put your fly boxes in. Uh, and I like, like the just are you the, sponsored by NRS? No, is I'm that not, what this is about? No, it, <laughs> are you some kind of I wish? Please, <laughs> sponsor me. Win, <laughs> win somebody. I don't have any sponsors. <laughs> right? The sponsor me tape is dropping soon. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna make it. You know, I, <laughs> so, oh, that's a good question. Like a subliminal if, message. If NRS like, is not doing it yet, I want to go ahead and throw out there that they need to be making dog collars. Yeah, because I use what? it as a leash all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I just do with one of their. Yeah, I just do. Yeah, I mean, just think of all the the skiff dogs and the. Dog. Yeah, dog. like just you know, with isn't, the NRS on there, and you know, it's like, oh, isn't that what a and, and, and like is people for? that know what That's it what is? I thought, yeah, just, I mean, yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cam strap. Settle down, Winston. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh God, Winston. That's Calm the problem down. is we do it reverse. We do the cam strap part around our hand and then just tie the knot part onto her. So anytime oh. she runs, it tightens on us. We've been doing yeah. it reverse. She strings. Right. Now you know who's leashed in our relationship. Right. <laughs> Django calls the shots. Yep. You can all tell, though, can't you? Somebody gave me a hard time a few years ago. I've got an NRS sticker on my uh, stripping basket. And they're like, "Why? Well, I mean, NRS, those are rafts. Like, why would you have that on your stripping basket? There's nothing to do with skiffs. It's like, it's a sticker, it's bro. It's a sticker. Yeah. It's a sticker. That's huh. it. Didn't okay. you know that all my stickers on my boat and car revolve around my whole life? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're well curated. You got to curate anything with. I lay them out on my table for three months and think about it before I post them on anything to make sure it's right. Right. You got to do your research. (laughs) Mark, did you see the night launch a couple nights ago? Um, Yes. Wait, were we? Did we do a show since we have people in space? No. We haven't. No. People in yeah. space. We have people. We have people that people. shot out of here. Lucky motherfucker. Right. Yeah. No. Really. <laughs> they were like Can COVID. At this point in time. Fuck off yeah. and shot two dudes. Shot out of here with success. I. Nailed it. I was yeah. gonna go. That that was on the it, the launch was on Saturday, right? No. It was it was a week ago. A week ago it to was. today. Yeah. So when we are were coming back. Saturday? Oh, no, they're not. Never. They're like, fuck that place. No, it's yeah. it's going to be quite some yeah. time because yeah. the capsule's not even coming back. Oh, really? On yeah. The ISS and like, yeah, the yeah, capsule's well, I still attached. Okay, see, I thought they were going up there because it's like the test flight no. or whatever that they were coming back like in a week or something I don't, like that. I don't think they're doing any true... Well, speaking out of my asshole again, but I don't think they're doing any true work. Okay. I think it was more, you know, publicity. Publicity. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, they're just up there. So, and the dragon capsule still attached. So, that was last Saturday. Yeah. And the weather looked really fucking shitty yep. up in New Smyrna, looking down that way. So I was like, "There's no way it's launching." And, and then motherfuckers, they sh- okay. Sh- while it was going on, I'm like, "They're not out doing that. There's no way." And like, I just kind of burned the day I worked or something, and it was like. There's not. That's not going to go on today. It was so shitty. Yeah, and they right on time. I'm like, good thing I didn't miss out on that. And then I heard it. Uh And I'm like, no way. Well, then, night before last, they had that Starlink launch, and and I actually had gone down and was standing on the seawall throwing Mm -hmm. it snook, and I looked at my watch and I was like, oh, the launch is supposed to be in like you know 35 minutes, and it started raining. And I was like, fuck, I'm going back to the house. It's raining. Walked in. Wyatt's like, hey, are they going to have the launch? Because we were going to walk up on the bridge and watch it. And I was like, dude, it's fucking raining. They're they're not launching. Ten minutes later, crackle, crackle, boom, boom, Mm -hmm. boom. I'm like, mother, Mm -hmm. since when are we launching in the rain now? But Apparently, they got fucking rain tires. No, but the thing is, it wasn't. They got Michelins on that motherfucker. They got some rain rain tire. Get rid of the race slicks. I know they take into account, you know, the range, the eastern seaboard range. Right. But right there, it was clear as day, clear as night. It was a little overcast. Soon it was a little low, but 
No, no rain. I saw some wonderful photos of that one that last Sunday when the dudes went up. Uh huh. Some beautiful photos, so, and I'm like, "Where do you take that from?" Yeah, that's what I want to know because like you couldn't even see it from yeah. New Smyrna. So when they were launching the the manned the demo two, uh-huh. I was talking with Larry because I have an app on the phone to look at all aircraft in the air. Oh and yeah. I was, and I was like, Larry, what? what is this just circling off the Cape? And, you know, I kind of looked up the tail number and everything, and it happened to be a KC-130. Uh-huh. And then about the time I said, hey, Larry, why would a KC-130 be in the airspace at such and such time during this launch? Uh, fighter jet protection. I forget what you well, had said. I, 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 and then, my initial response was, well, it's a manned flight, so there's yeah. security, so they might be supporting the fighters. But then I went back and reread your post, and it was a uh, C-130. And I was like, no, it's not. They wouldn't be refueling off that. That would be for the Pavehawks that yeah. are out there for um, astronaut rescue. Yeah. Oh, okay. But They're... Yeah, they're just as Larry, setting up a perimeter in case right. some shit went wrong. As Larry was typing that, quick. call and they end up yeah, in yeah, and yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. but they are. As Larry was typing that, I was running outside, and there were three F-15s <laughs> just yeah flying mm-hmm. around. So it was after the launch. We saw the F-15s come hauling ass up the beach, heading yep. back to Jacksonville. So Damn. I think McDill on the on the west coast. And I don't know if it, they go as far as you guys would fly the bitching helicopters, like Apache crazy and a bunch of them at the same time together up the beach. And it was like, holy shit. Like Sikorsky Sky Cranes. That's it. That's oh, the only cool helicopter. From what? For really? like the, the firefighting. I don't know if they're doing firefighting stuff or oil stuff. Yeah, they. Oh, maybe coming in from the field. Was there like a big umbilical hanging out of the middle of it? No, they were clean. Okay, okay. It was like a full. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing hanging down. They're using the the sky cranes a lot lately for uh, firefighting, and it's got like a. It looks like a big swinging dick, you know. Yeah. And and they go down, they suck the water up, and they go dump it. Hmm. But yeah, there's a guy. I've seen it three times now out of Titusville. Has a Russian hind. No what? shit. Private. <laughs> I mean, no. privately owned. Privately owned. I mean, you can hear it when he's getting close. It's just that distinct noise that you're like, what the hell is that? You run outside and you're like, damn. Well, there's a guy at New Smyrna that has the uh, old uh, Cobra. Mm. And he'll 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 come flying out yeah. like you'll be fishing on the lagoon. You'll hear whop 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 whop, whop. Yep. and it's freaking Cobra gunship, like um, you know, like Vietnam era yeah. painted Vietnam era, and he like comes cruising just over, mm-hmm. just out for a little Sunday flight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wasn't able to get photos of that night launch. Like I said that ceiling had dropped. And... Mm-hmm. It's it's becoming like a every other week occurrence. Yeah. Um, um, there, what is it in two weeks? Something like that? No, it's in July. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's fucking it's two weeks. Steady, like they're ramped up since I've. They're doing. They're launching the next uh, Mars rover. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. It'll be a ULA. Yeah. Uh, like the big, um, heavy. Atlas Five, yeah. Titan yeah. Five, whatever well, you know, one of the real big ones. It was last big year. Launch. I went to 
God, what is the name of the club? Wanna? No, it's a missileer and something or other spacecraft club with my father-in-law. And they had General something. Either way, he was in control of the eastern seaboard uh-huh. of that range. And, God, I think they said, like, the turnaround time for them to be able to launch rockets successfully is, like, less than 24 hours now. Wow. Whether it's, you know, SpaceX or just, you know, Joe Blow trying to... Well, originally, the the Starlink satellite that just went up was delayed from before the manned launch. Yes. And it was supposed to be that... ULA launch one night and the very next night mm-hmm. the SpaceX and then weather fucked that up. Yeah. Man, listen to the thunder. Oh, it is booming. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it is Godzilla rocking and walking around the lagoon right now. The uh do you remember the shuttle times? It would go on that I don't know, whatever that big tank treaded Oh yeah, the transporter. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's See, huge. And, that's and it would that took days. 24 hours or <laughs> some shit like that. It, it, yeah. It Traveled something like point two, like yeah. barely over one mile an hour yeah. or yeah. something like across that. like the campus or whatever. Yeah. And so, th- but they were in the they were in there. You, they got in right? No, no, they, no, 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 no. no. They, they transported it out there and they loaded up the morning. But up, that's why right? I was excited. You know, the wife she got to experience all the shuttle launches and all. That. Uh-huh. And this was my first man flight. So being a space nerd, of course, I was like. <laughs> I'm not missing it. I'm going to have it on the TV running. I'm going to have it on the phone running. I'm going to have it. When on the day that the uh, manned flight went, did you did you get to see uh, Air Force One come in? (laughs) Yes. Did you? I tried to get it on video because we made that run, and so it. Did you go out in the boat for that long? No, no. Okay, we tried. so I couldn't tell you if it landed at the Space Center or the Cape. Right. I don't know where. I'm going to say the Space Center because he was outside during that launch. Uh-huh. Him and the, but, yeah, it came and it circled around. and So it was, it was pretty neat. It was unmarked, of course, on Flight Aware. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, they don't, they don't make the announcement. <laughs> the one plane flying into a two yeah, fire. Yeah, right. A no-fly zone. Yeah. What, well, what thank are you, you doing over there to my poor little Star Wars guy? <laughs> I'm trying to get him to stick in there. <laughs> God, that, I've seen him lose a hand. Now <laughs> get, over. get out of here. <laughs> We're trying to give him a proper grip and grin with that Clouser minnow. This is a... Yeah. Anyways, thank you again, Larry, for taking us out on our first Mosquito Lagoon fishing trip. More today. importantly than that, how was your first visit to JB's? Oh, oh that was damn. awesome. What did you eat? I had a oh, crab yeah. cake sandwich. Okay, good choice. What Chip? a flounder sandwich. Mm. It was an odd, odd choice, but it was a good choice. All right. They didn't blacken the flounder, though, they only fried it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Black and chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's what I had. <laughs> that's what he had. Yeah, that was yep. hilarious. I just couldn't go to like place that had so much beautiful seafood on the menu and get chicken. But it's not from here. 
Right. Well, of course. But I mean, it's there, though. It's available. I can get chicken anywhere, you know. I can get chicken in Alaska. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> good. The, the flavor that comes off the, the grill at JB probably got all like those fishy flavors 30, and stuff. 30, from like, 30 years plus of, uh, like, you know, blackening stuff. There's probably a you, lot of like Old Bay seasoned up on there. Uh, what is it? I could tell you the one thing I've been craving from there, and Shannon got me hooked on it. Jungle juice or what is it oh, called? The sh- oh yeah, they God, got the they got some juice. they got shrimp too. Uh, they got the steamed shrimp that has the jungle juice that oh. you dip it in. Oh, it's like the margarine rosemary sauce that you dip it there. So, yeah, yeah. Heavy yeah. Oils. Mm. <laughs> the oils. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yep. Heavy on the sauce if you ever go to JB's. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Shan- glad to see they're back open and. Up and running and full throttle good, now. Yeah. yeah, I think all the restaurants are pretty uh, close. I think there's some weird. Yeah, was it? I I heard something about Monday. Something about maybe bars. No bars are open. Bars we went are last open. night. Regular bar. No, <laughs> we, yeah. no. Yeah. We went last we night. We went to the bar last night. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much. Brewery, of it, but we went yeah. to the bar last night. Brewery. Yeah, we went to brewery. That's where we ended yeah. our night, and I, I'm pretty sure they were very happy when we left. Yeah, I don't know, if gentlemen. As they usually are when I leave. You know what I mean. That that that's a good question, Mark. It's I'm gonna have to look into that. I, <laughs> I mean, did you see uh, Play Linda? General um, clubs <laughs> released the uh, Play Linda shirts that are like in the NASA font again. No, but I will go buy us some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna stop at um, Hardware. Yeah. the other day on the way through, but Hardware wasn't open. What they call it, the worm. Is that what it, yeah. Yeah, that script yep. or whatever. He's All right. So, what have you kids done to the Jawa? I don't know, but he's backwards. <laughs> That's right. the first single-hand fish hold behind the back I've ever seen. Yeah, we're trying so, to do something original. Listen close, influencers. This right. is the new One thing. One hand behind the back. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Did I catch a fish or not? Yeah. Take the photo from the front and mm-hmm. hold the fish behind you. Yeah, we'll yeah. never oh, know. Mm-hmm. That's something. Mm-hmm. That's could have nothing. Could that have was like our fish. devious plan we thought over. So as, a, as West Coasters, <laughs> nice. West Coasters, Florida, were you impressed by our current water quality? Yeah. Actually, I mean, it, it seemed pretty similar to ours over in Yankee Town. Like, yeah. We don't have. Place, I mean, yeah. like in terms of because and that's yeah, and that's a real place, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not just saying like Yankee yeah, Town yeah, yeah. is yeah. like we're calling yeah. people. That's yeah. the name of no, the city yeah. where we live. Right. <laughs> Town. Not to be confused with Indian Town, <laughs> which, is also, which is also right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, but Larry, I mean, he knows the place. He knows where to go. Well, like, sure. let's go look yeah. for some fish in these spots, you know, and like. I grew up around Crystal River as a kid and stuff, but I didn't know about it. I didn't know where I was going and looking for things. And so the last couple of years, we've just been like exploring, like, let's go see where we can slap some water and spook some fish out so we know where the fish mm-hmm. are going to be in the future, you know? So to go with somebody who spent some time around this area and he knows where to look for fish, he's like, don't blind cast or nothing. Just mm-hmm. let's just wait for the right time, you know? Yep. And we're like, all right, cool. You know, we're used to be like, all right, let's go see what we can just make happen. Make 
fishing. Well, <laughs> and, it's like and, a trout fishing mantra. If your fly isn't in the water, you're hey. not fishing. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> got a better chance of... And they're like, no, no, no. That's not what's <laughs> yeah. going to happen here. <laughs> well, and, and today, really... Overcast. Overcast, yeah. raining, a I little bit of great. wind. Like you, mm. we I thought did. we had a great day yeah. from, from our perspective. No, no, and no that, from that's your awesome. perspective personally, because you're selfish <laughs> and you're <laughs> the one that caught fish. Absolutely. What? You're like, today was great. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I it's, guess you're right. Yeah, I point, did. I thought it was great. Yeah. At some point in the, the future, hopefully you, know? you get back uh, yeah. and we'll have like, you know, bluebird skies, bright highlight, and you can like, you know, see a fish yeah. at 70, 80 feet away versus our window of opportunity was so small, so close to the boat. I was like, hey, Larry, is that a fish right there? Right. I was like, yep. It is. <laughs> He's like, yep. Yeah. I was like, oh. Roll cast? <laughs> what do we do here? Oh. You made it happen. Just, just dip. It. It's just dip it. <laughs> just drop the tip now, and have you, just put the fly Is the water up. rising? Oh, the water's high. Okay. The water's high. By us, even a week and a half ago, it was low. Yeah. You know, so I, I was explaining to them um, that, you know, it's not our tide per se Mm -hmm. it's the lunar phase that we're going through and i said case in point in the last week if you pay attention to social media jacksonville saint augustine Mm -hmm. the low country everybody's flood tide picture flood tide tide picture we're getting the same thing we're getting our own flood tide but what it does here for us unfortunately is it increases the depth of the water to the point where if the redfish are tailing, they're tailing underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the shoreline that you could have normally seen fish with their backs out of the water is now fish cruising right. under fish, the water. Yeah. So, you know, it, it spreads the fish out a bit. It makes it more difficult to see them. And then, of course, with rain and overcast and wind just made it that much tougher yeah we just did, had fun though so we're like did, ooh, did, look at that yeah. look at that red winged blackbird over there we're like oh cool oh, we, we definitely had the bird there, nerd like, thing like, going on <laughs> oh, yeah. like, the call yeah. in response to the great blue heron the pterodactyl like you yeah. said earlier, they let you know when they have a oh, certain yeah. level of displeasure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they register this displeasure. <laughs> Got to roll. You know what they're saying when they're also, doing that? Also, it's cool seeing new country, too, from where we're used to on the other side of the state. You but know, see, like, when whatever. I go out with Larry, it's always new country. Yeah. Uh, the, I, the blue heron is saying, I was planning on fishing there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You fucker. You fucker. Yeah, that's but yeah, that's the fun thing fishing with Larry is, I mean, is the new places. Mm-hmm. He fishes up here, I fish down there. But I get so turned around back. I mean, I know my cardinal directions. I'm in a new place every time I go. To that's what I'm saying. It. Yeah. You're the like, same well, place. damn. Yeah. And then Larry's like, we've been here before. Yeah. This just, is such we just got here day. a different way. Yeah. It's a different way. There's a yeah. major, there's a <laughs> major like, I member. <laughs> Like when I see like JBs, oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. okay, oh. yeah, I remember, yeah, <laughs> I know. Also, what, it's what great we like Chips a lefty too, like Larry, oh, and so it, yeah, uh, like they're all mafia. set up for it. And yeah. I hooked oh, in my man. fish today, and I'm like, 
reels on backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like switching over my other hand, like yeah. trying to <laughs> flip it all, <laughs> flip it, twist it, and reverse yeah. it. Just, turn it just doing a little Missy <laughs> Elliott on it. Oh, turn it upside down and reel backwards. Revolutionary. Trademark. But like, you know, some of the spots you could tell Larry was eyeing out were like, this is a good lefty spot. You know, and like mm. chips the lefty is like mm. part of that knowing that too, and be like, oh, it's a lefty caster. Mm. Let's put him in a good lefty spot. You know, like yeah, you gotta you that gotta is plan like take ahead. advantage of the things that you have to offer in some of those mm-hmm. places, and to have somebody that knows that is invaluable. Yeah. You know, so thank you, Larry. You're thank welcome. You, Larry. I enjoyed it. I rather enjoyed it as well. <laughs> yeah. Well. I think we have busted the two-hour mark mm-hmm. and probably could wrap it up for this episode. My only other note is tarpon people have fun doing tarpon things. Keep yeah. on keeping on. They look like they're doing good, and I'm pumped for them and show more pictures, you know? I'd like to see some on the West Coast mm-hmm. popping up. There, I've seen have some I've seen some things, uh, yeah. It's like slowly creeping some in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. To, I guess they don't have as watch. many influencers coming to the West Coast to catch tarpon as they do down in the Keys, so we're not like up to date as much. Mm-hmm. I'm actually yeah. going to go to the Keys in two weeks for work, and I'm hoping to slip out. I'm hoping to meet some influencers. Oh, yeah. hey, holla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new on the tit stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got that credit. <laughs> On that note, I think our household name on the West Coast is still Stu Aft. Like he's he's still current and he's, yeah, he's our yeah. Wife Why not? Yeah, yeah. There's just man. one. Yeah, he's uh, the last mm-hmm. person to catch a tarpon. Right, <laughs> right. Maybe like uh, maybe you guys will move on to like Lefty Cray <laughs> at some point. Yeah. For what? Or Bob Clouser. You know he's he's a local now. To, to here? Yeah. yeah. No shit. Yeah. No shit. And he living in Titusville now he these is. days? Yeah. Maybe he bought my Stinson. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> talking about like like influential new fly fishermen on the West Coast. It's we're they're still on Stu Apt. Like, yeah, there's not <laughs> we don't see a lot of new people on that side yeah. for people that are out catching tarpon or, you know, doing any kind of We've got a couple well, in friends. Town, it's Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> Elvis, Elvis is here our once. man. He's our influence. Yeah, he we've got a couple friends. Is it where do they live? Uh, Ozello. Yeah. And they. Yeah. Yeah, Ozello fly Reds. Fish. Yeah, Ozello they Reds. fly fish quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're still. I mean, that's what. By the time you drive, is like still twenty five, thirty minutes to get from you guys. From us. Yeah. You know, we're. Which is like north. right up the street. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you really want to, but yeah. we're trying to dig into like what's across the road from us. Oh, you know? right like, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were we're only five minutes, five minutes away from getting on yeah. the town boat ramp. Yeah. So we're like, we want to dig in here and figure out. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Also, I mean, it's way busier there too. Oh Nobody yeah. Nobody go. Nobody I mean, maybe fishing. Okay. Now they're now Yankee Town's gonna be like the hot spot. We've been talking about it. Shit at Yankee Town.
Yankee, Yankee Town. Town. You didn't hear anything. So Wanky Town. Yeah. Yeah. So Shanky yeah. Town. Yeah. Yeah. This fall, when you guys get back, we'll Banky come over Town. and uh, do yeah. a proper podcast at the new pad. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. West Coast. Yeah. You gotta haul all your boats over in like That's a fine. swarm, too. Like, That's fine. <sighs> that could be done. Like a train. A yeah. flotilla. Yeah. Well, we got yeah. the camper. We got extra Oh, let's do it! I'm down. Take All right. Taylor Trash on the road. That is episode 48. Taylor Trash fly fishing. We will see you sometime again in the future. Peace. <laughs>